Welcome to another edition of VP Live Talk Radio. VP Live Talk Radio. Hello, I'm back. I'm back. I have more stuff to talk about. <laughs> I got a lot of things I want to talk about. There's all kinds of things to talk about. Oh my god! But I'm gonna kind of. I'm. I'm, I'm gonna keep this short. I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. Call in numbers three four seven two zero two one one six two. Three four seven two zero two one one six two. Nobody ever calls in. Nobody listens live. They all listen to the replay. All of them. But I do it live anyway, because I know there's a few out there that like to listen. A few. But that's okay. Anyway, here I am. There's a lot to talk about. I'm going to bring out my guest. I have a guest that's going to join me. I'm excited for this guest because he's a fun guest to have. My friend Flitzanu. You know, Flitzanu's been around as long as I have when it comes to vaping. It's been like 10 years. 10 years, you know, and so much has happened. In the past 10 years. Look where we were 10 years ago and look where we are now. <laughs> Holy shit. It's crazy. Anyway, let me bring on Flitzanu. There are things I need to discuss. We're going to discuss the PMTA. What do we do about PMTA? I'm going to tell you what you do about PMTA. You want to know what to do about a PMTA? I'll tell you. what. You want to know how to save vaping? I'll tell you what to do with that too. You're going to learn how to save vaping and what to do about a PMTA. Hang on. Where's my friend? Oh, here we go. We got to do this. We got a call. There we go. I got everything working just right. I love it. 347-202-1162. Hello. Hello. Hi, Flitzanu. How's it going, buddy? How are you, sir? I'm good. That is good. It's 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 fun to have you on. I like having you How's on. Things? Oh, things are wonderful. There's things are just great. I ha- I have so many things I <laughs> I need to discuss so you know, many things. Well, yeah, you know, it's I, I you have to understand. I, I see things and I go, God damn it. I got to talk about that. Um, right. I may see something on Facebook. I may see something reported on the news, you know, something. And I and I just oh, oh, I, I cannot forget this. Oh, my God. I got to bring this up. I totally didn't put this in my notes, but I have to bring this up. Speaking of that. I'm on Facebook the other day. Flip sound. This is crazy. I'm on Facebook the other day. I'm in this group called Southington Talks. Southington is a town that's next to me. Like I, where I live in Connecticut, a lot of the towns have like a talk, like Plainville Talks, Bristol Talks. Each town has this little Talks Facebook page, right, where all the people from town go and see what's going on and talk to each other and this and that. Anyway, this guy. Oh, thank God I didn't forget about this. This guy posts a picture, Okay. And it's a picture of a tax notice. It was for his car. Every year in Connecticut, we have to pay a car tax. Okay? And depending on what what kind of car you have, it's depending on how much the car tax is. If you have a $80,000 Benz, you can be paying a lot in car tax. If you got a $10,000 Hyundai, you'll be paying not a whole lot. But, you know, everybody has to pay. Anyway, he gets his car tax bill. And what he said in his post, and he clearly said it, he's... He said, I paid my car tax last year, but what happened was I paid it online. So when I paid it online, apparently there was a $4 service fee. He didn't know that. So they took the $4 service fee and said, it's late. You owe us $4. So he says they've been sending him notices, handwritten notices from the tax uh, uh, people in town you know, saying now the $4 is now $8 and, you know, it's late and every once in a while you get these handwritten tax notices. Right. So what he says is, I just find it unbelievable 
that somebody is being paid with taxpayer payer dollars to write out handwrite late tax notices for a four dollar you know really like right, right? i and i'm going i agree this guy's absolutely right why the fuck are they paying someone to handwrite? It's fucking 2019. It's not 1984. They're paying someone to handwrite fucking late tax notices. So yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I agree. You're absolutely right. Everybody flips out. It was crazy. Everybody went against him. Well, maybe if you paid your taxes, they wouldn't have to handwrite the notices now, would they? Well, you know what? We wouldn't have to have people doing that if people would just pay their taxes on time. I'm like, are you people fucking nuts? You don't see what's happening here? Your tax... So then this guy starts arguing with me. He's like... And I, he says, well, then how do you suggest it gets done? I said, here's what you do. You buy a fucking computer, right? And then you get a computer program that will do these things automatically. So then uh, they don't have to do anything. Uh, all, all the human really has to do is take the printed tax note, put it in an envelope, and bring it to the post office. He's like, aha, right. but you still need a human to do the job. I said, no, you idiot. I, I, I said, listen, either you can pay somebody... 40 hours a week, and God knows what they're paying this person, like pay him 40, uh, 40 hours or a full-time job to handwrite tax notices, or you could pay someone to do it every 10 minutes a day and just put them in envelopes and bring them in. The, done. So so you want to pay someone 10 minutes to do it or eight hours a day to do it? It, it, it? You understand what I'm saying? They still didn't get it. These people went crazy like, well, you know, <laughs> if people just pay their taxes, then this wouldn't happen. And then this went on for about, I don't know, 15 minutes, Fultanu, and then the post got completely deleted. They took it off. Gone. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. I couldn't believe it. Like, how in the world are people not outraged that, their tax dollars are going to pay somebody to handwrite tax notices to people that are paying late on their car tax. I can't believe anyone would handwrite a note in 2019. <laughs> That's what I'm period. saying. I'm like, you fucking kidding me. That's insane to me. I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you what it is. Somebody in the town of Southington, Connecticut needed a job and they needed to create some sort of fucking job for this person. And they're probably paying some person a hundred grand a year to sit there and handwrite tax notices for people that are late on their car tax. So they just have something to do. And that but and that's insane if that's going on. People should be outraged that their tax money is going for that. No one was outraged. Nobody. So I understand why our gov these local governments are doing it now because people are stupid and, and they don't care. I, I, that's just, you know, their logic was like, well, if people would pay, their logic was if people would pay all pay their taxes on time, we wouldn't need someone to do that. Well, then you know what? Nobody commit a fucking crime and let's get rid of the police department. It's that simple. Why do we need police, right? right? Nobody commit a crime. That's all. That we don't need police. Uh, why do we need uh, enforcement from IRS if everybody just pay their fucking taxes and be honest? Yeah, God, that's stupid. That's dumb fucking logic. I couldn't believe these people just didn't didn't see that. They didn't see it. I saw it. The guy that posted it saw it, but nobody else saw it. Unreal. Yeah, I mean, there's it's it's really weird because they we have in America we have a lot of jobs that are created that are not necessary like i had this conversation and and i apologize to anybody that is a realtor but like <laughs> realty is a created job that, that you don't need right you know like you could sell a house or buy a house as an individual sure like you don't actually have to have 
a realtor. That's right. And it's almost like, I mean, now, granted, it's a great luxury because I wouldn't want to deal with it after going through it, you know. But it's still, it's not, there's no requirement to have it. So it's like, I want, you know, I wonder at what point everybody, you know, these people were sitting around and like, you know what I should do? Create a job where I just help people buy a house. I just fill out paperwork and then I make like, you know, 5% of whatever the house sells for. Right. Like, that's my job. Or like, what is it? Not, uh, not trade show. Um, oh God. Like, uh. The groups, uh, you can, you can, shit, I forgot what they're called. Like you create a, a group that you basically say, here's the rules and regulations and I'm going to check this. And then people join that group. So basically you've just created a group to say, here are the rules and you guys pay me money for me to tell you if you're in the rules. Well, that's what, that's what's happening in vaping now. I see these these people popping up with these companies consulting and this and that. We'll consult you on how to get through the FDA. You fucking, <laughs> and I'm right. paying them like tons of money for this. Really, this is all stuff you could do on your own. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, the I, rules are there. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, yeah, no, I see that. Um, it, listen, there, there, there's a lot of I, the problem with these small towns, and I well, you I know you probably live in a small town. Shit, you uh, you uh, I am a redneck. Yeah, you live in Ohio or some shit like that. I mean, you, wherever the hell it is, I know you live in a, somewhere rednecky. But in these in these small towns, a lot of this goes on. You know, when I when I go to pay my my tax every year down to the town, I have to go to the little town hall here that we have. There's always at least three or four women in there, and two of them are either knitting or they're on the phone. I our money's paying them to sit there and fucking do that. It's like what I think a lot of these towns have a lot of useless, useless fucking jobs. And and yeah. they're just helping out friends or, you know, they're helping out relatives or, you know, I got to give somebody a job. And But they're using our money. That's our fucking money they're using to do that. It's not right. I mean, it's yeah. it's crazy. Most people don't seem to care. They just don't seem to care. And they, it, they that's why they get away with doing it. I mean, oh, my God. Okay, I can't even... I just, I'm glad I remembered that because I remember seeing that on Facebook going, I think the world's ending. I mean, who the fuck? I mean, my God, it was insane. Anyway, the world is ending. I was talking to Flitzano about this. Before I get to the PMTA stuff, there is a woman called Sintoya, let me get this right, Sintoya, Sintoya Brown. Let me tell you about Sintoya Brown, okay? Back in, and there's actually a documentary that, they play that they had not too long ago on TV about this, and you should see the documentary Flit Sound because they get it right. They explain exactly what happened because the media is not getting it right. If you read about Centoya Brown, this is what you're going to hear. Here's what you're going to hear: that back in 2004, here's what she says in the media saying: back in 2004, she was solicited for sex by Johnny Mitchell Allen, 43 years old, who picked her up and drove her back to his house. There, Brown saw a gun cabinet. In Allen's room, she said during her trial, she resisted him until she he appeared to reach under the bed, at which point she believed he was going to kill her. Brown took a gun out of her purse and shot Allen, killing him. So pretty much what she said is, I went back home with this guy, okay? I thought he was reaching for a gun. So I, she hap- I guess she carries a weapon with her. She had a gun with her. She took her gun out of her purse and shot the guy in the head, killing him. She thought that he was going to shoot her. So, oh my God, this is terrible. This poor woman. So this fat ass uh, Kardashian woman, this uh, whatever I can't remember their names. The Kim or, or is it Kim? Yeah, it's the Kim Kardashian. 
This woman starts advocating to get this Centoya Brown out of prison. She shouldn't be there. She had a pimp growing up. The guy was trying to rape her, and she was just protecting herself, and she just shot him because she didn't want to die and be raped, and this is terrible. It's an injustice. She shouldn't be in there. And this Kim Kardashian gets her out of fucking jail. They let her out of jail yesterday. She's out. She got her out of jail. This woman... Now, I'm going to tell you what really happened. Here's what really happened. And the documentary talks about what really happened, too. Okay? Prosecutors say Brown killed John Allen, 43, in order to steal from him. She took... Now, here's what happened. He saw her at a Sonic restaurant. Okay? She was a prostitute. She failed to tell the police that when she was telling her story. She lied. She was a prostitute. She later then told the truth and they found out. She was a prostitute. He said, hey, come back to my house. I'll pay you money. We'll have sex, blah, blah, blah. She said, okay, great, let's go. She rode back with him to his house. They got to his house. She shot him in the back of the head. Now, when they found the body, the body was actually face down, okay? And it's like head, it looked like he was in a sleeping position. It looked like he was sleeping, the position he was in when they found him, okay? So he had a bullet in the back of his head. So after she shoots him, Okay, remember, after she shoots him, she steals his wallet, she steals all the guns out of his gun case, she steals his pickup truck, and then she drives it to a Walmart parking lot and goes and meets up with her pimp-slash-boyfriend, and they take off. She stole all of his guns as well? Yes. That's what happened. That's what happened. It was a fucking robbery. You know what? She was probably like... Listen, don't get me wrong. She was 16 years old. She was probably to a point where... (coughs) excuse me, she was like, I'm just tired of having sex for money. You know what? I'm just going to rob this motherfucker. Fuck this. Maybe she didn't even mean to kill him. Maybe she just meant to shoot him just to be able to rob him and get out, and it was an accident. Doesn't matter. The point is, is she shot this guy. Cold blood killed this motherfucker. Okay? And now, I think it's like, this was back in, I think, 2004 this happened. So now... uh, What is that? Uh, 15 years, I guess? So now, 15 years later, she gets out of jail. Because of Kim Kardashian. Oh, we got to let her out. Oh, it's an injustice. She's in there. No, it's not. She killed somebody in cold blood. And she robbed the fuck. If it was a true case, if I was being raped and protecting myself, why'd she rob the motherfucker? Why'd she steal his right. wallet, steal his gun, steal his car? Get the fuck out of here. That was a straight up robbery. And you know what? It's likely that this woman might do something like this again. And if she does, it's Kim Kardashian's fault. If you find out anything about Centoya Brown breaking the law, hurting somebody, killing somebody, doing anything wrong about anything, don't blame Centoya Brown. Blame Kim Kardashian because she's the fucking one that said she needs to be out of jail. Blame her. Unfucking believable. Yes, I didn't realize the part about the because uh, I, I know we just talked about it briefly, but like uh, the fact that yeah, the fact that she, I I could I could almost see it if she didn't steal everything from him right if she shot him and then ran away and called the cops yeah that would make more sense yes exactly but robbing everything especially robbing or stealing everything out of his gun cabinet yeah. like, <laughs> that's what i'm saying it, if she if she got if this was truly a situation if she was being raped and protecting herself after she shot him she would have immediately picked up the phone said oh my god come save me I've just been raped, blah, 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 help me, police come, they would have came, she would have been fine. She would have fucking robbed yeah. him and fucking took all his shit and took his car and took, yeah, come on, 
give me a fucking break. This woman cold-blooded killed this guy and robbed him. And so, and just because she went to jail, and she, I guess she got her college degree in jail. So fucking what? She got nothing right. else better to do. You know, hey, I might as well get a college degree. What else do you do in jail? You know, uh, plenty of uh, uh, people in jail. That, that doesn't mean she should get out. She cold-blooded killed somebody. What about the guy who died? What about him and his family? Yeah. What do we know about him? You know, yeah, he picked up a prostitute. Who knows? Maybe he was just a lonely guy and he got horny. I mean, listen, guys get horny, they do stupid shit. He didn't deserve to be killed and robbed. Nobody yeah. cares about people, him. People pick up prostitutes all the time, legally and illegally. But yes. still, they pick up prostitutes all the time. And there's not, you know, they don't expect to get murdered. Right. Like, just because they make a bad decision, you know. Yeah, there, that's no... That's no justification for them to be murdered. I, I I honestly just think I think she was probably trying to shoot him just to like hurt him and rob him. And I think she fucked up and shot him in the head. And she was like, oh, shit. And then just went through with it and just took off. Yeah. And got caught. You know, she if they didn't police didn't go after her, she would. She didn't. It's like she came to the police and said, hey, they had to go get her. They had to find out who she was and catch her. It's crazy. Absolutely right. yeah. crazy. She, so she didn't seem like she was very willing to turn herself. It didn't seem like she was very willing to go for help. That's what right. it sounds like. And, and, and Kim Kardashian, if you want to be a fucking hero and get people out of jail, I can't believe that you have an Instagram because you have an Instagram showing your ass. You, you can get people out of jail. That's unbelievable. I mean, you want to save the vape industry, hire Kim Kardashian. Pay her the million dollars and have her save the industry because obviously she has all kinds of influence. She's getting people who murder people out of jail. But if you really want to help somebody, Kim Kardashian, get out of jail, let's look at the drug convictions. Let's look at the Reagan-era drug convictions. How about that? Right. Remember years ago, people probably forget, Ronald Reagan had the Say No to Drugs campaign, and there was a while where if you got caught with like a quarter pound of weed, you go to jail for like fucking 50 years. He he made drug laws. I'm like, like you got caught with anything. You're fucked. You're going for, he His logic was, well, if you get caught with cocaine and you give them 20 years in prison if they get caught with it, that'll make them stop. No, they didn't make anybody stop. All that happened was these people that had little small amounts of drugs got these insane sentences, 30, 50, 70 years in jail. If you got caught with a pound of weed, you were going to jail for 50 fucking years. That's insane. Help them. They need help getting out. They, right. they, what happened to them is fucked. They need help getting out. Can you imagine being in jail and if you had like an eight ball of coke on you doing 30 years for an eight ball of coke? Come on. Get the fuck out of here. Go help them. <laughs> they need help. Yeah. Fucking yeah. helping some murderer who shot some guy in the head. I mean, oh, my God. What this, this world's fucked. Um, I don't even know what else to say. The uh, <laughs> I see the shiftlets on. I go crazy. I mean, it's like I can't even begin. All right, so the, uh, now this this is what people want to hear. And Flissano, Flissano, just so everybody knows, Flissano's been vaping as long as I have, right? It's been about ten years, nine, ten years. Um, yep, February two thousand nineteen, or sorry, February two thousand nine. So right. j- ten and a half. Yep, years. Right. Right. Mine was, I think, June, May or it was May 2009 or something. So, yeah, it's been 10 years. We've been around for 10 years. OK, we've seen it all. We've seen the beginning of it, the middle of it. And now it looks like it's coming to the end of it. We've seen it all. What happens to the vape industry before I get into all this? I'll tell you what happens in the beginning. If you look at, at what vaping was like the very first conventions we went to. The average age was between mid-30s to mid-40s, I'd say, Flitzano. Not a whole lot of young people. 
you know, mid thirties. Right. It was people. When I think just something happens when you get into your thirties and forties, and when you smoke, when you go, I gotta stop. I know I gotta stop this. You know, I can't do this forever. This is gonna kill me. It happened to me. I was thirty, whatever, mid thirties, when I decided I gotta stop smoking. And, you know, so that's why I think at the beginning of, of the vaping thing, a lot of it was older people because we were people who just wanted to stop smoking. And we just had right. basic products to do that, you know, basic uh, batteries and carts that, you know, you put juice in or they came pre-filled. And, you know, uh, you started to have the the uh, the mods come along with like the screwdriver from Trog was the very first mod. It was just simply a flashlight that was modified to work as a mod. And then you know, trying, you know, starting to play around with that stuff. We still had the same type of small atomizers. We just had like different bigger devices to power them. Um, it all started going crazy and started going wrong when the West Coast, when California got involved, when they started the marketing of vape with the drippers and the clouds and the tricks and all the crazy flavors and the candies and the desserts. And then they try to make it, you know, you have the V God people and they're doing the cloud tricks and the music and they made it a whole thing. They, they targeted, they made the industry into targeting 18 to 25 year olds is what they did. They completely changed the industry to target 18 to 25-year-olds. And the older vapors like us uh, just wanted like stuff to use so we'd stay off cigarettes. Fuck us. We went, right. <laughs> God, now it's all about 18 to 25-year-olds. Um, and while the whole time this was happening, Big Tobacco sat back and laughed at us. He was like, you're fucking morons. There's no way people are going to accept that. You look like you're targeting kids. You're, you're bringing in fucking 18 to 25-year-olds. People are idiots. You had, we had something good in the beginning with we have this device that can get people off cigarettes. That went out the window when the West Coast got involved and created all this crazy marketing and drippers and cloud chasing and cloud comps and, and all this bullshit and all the, the, the cool fucking things behind it and their, and their targeting of young people. That's where we got fucked. So Big Tobacco the whole time just sat there and laughed at us because they saw we were just ruining our industry. Anyway. Uh, all this goes on now. We're to the point where we are now where the FDA is requiring all companies, e-liquid, hardware, whatever the hell you make, you're going to have to file a PMTA. As it stands right now, you're going to have to file a PMTA, which is a pre-market tobacco application within 10 months. So they have to, up to within 10 months, the industry for whatever product they're selling has to file a pre-market tobacco application. Now, now which I, now to be fair though, wasn't that wasn't that the original plan in 2016? Yes, yes, that was the original plan. Now what happened was the date was moved right to 2022. So what happened was there was a court case uh, some antis sued over this and said that the date needs to be moved back to what it was. Uh, they won, and the date got moved to 10 months from now. So it's a pre-market tobacco application. Now, people are going, what's a pre-market? It's, you ha what you have to do is you have to submit your application to the FDA. You have to submit all kinds of testing of every skew of e-liquid. Let's say, for example, you have e-liquid. Let's say like I have cherry vanilla tea, which I'm vaping right now. Delicious. Cherry vanilla tea, right? Zero, three, six, and 12 milligram. 
A PMTA would have to be filed. Well, you'd have to file for every SKU. So I'd have to do it for zero milligram, three milligram, six milligram, twelve milligram. You have to have testing. You know what's in there. Uh, 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 scientific uh, um, fucking uh, studies to determine what you know. You need so much shit. You we kind of really don't even know what we need yet. We kind of know right. what we need, but we kind of don't. Start kind of still up in the air of what we need, but we kind of know what we need. From what I saw, okay. Uh, for example, the other day, Empathy Lab gave a quote. I saw it somewhere. They gave a quote of how much it would cost just to test one skew. This is just to test. This is nothing else, just to test the e-liquid and give you results. They gave a quote of $24,000. So Holy shit. It would cost me $100,000 just to test one flavor, four strengths of my e-liquid. And that's just testing nothing else. So here's what's happening, Flitzanu. This wonderful vape community that's all about community, community. We're about helping each other in community. That's all horse shit because here's what's happening. Here's what's happening. The bigger e-liquid companies, okay, they're foolishly like fucking morons because they're all stupid, are coming out going, no problem. We're not going anywhere. We're getting a PMTA. We've already started the process. We, we are confident that we'll get a PMTA. No problem. We're going to be around forever. Don't you worry. They're being big fucking big shots. These motherfucking big shots bragging about how we're going to get a PMTA. No problem. We're not going anywhere. And all the smaller companies are going, holy fuck, we're fucked. We can't, you know, we can't afford this right. round of holy shit. And the big, the bigger companies, they don't care. They, they want it, it's, it's dividing now. Now the bigger companies want all the smaller companies to go away. They want all the business for themselves. Stop buying this horseshit that we're a vape community and we all want to help each other because that's all bullshit. That may have been that way five, six, seven years ago. Not anymore, motherfuckers. There is no more vape community. It's all now cutthroat, cutthroat. Now. All the bigger e-liquid companies that have managed to make millions are saying to all the little ones, "Yeah, bye, motherfuckers. We're gonna file a PMTA. We're gonna get, we're gonna get through it." And either they're gonna buy up all the little ones, and if there's any ones that are good, or they'll just die and go away. Either way, they don't care. They think in their heads they're gonna get a fucking PMTA. They're gonna get it approved, no problem, and they're gonna stay in business, and everything's gonna be fine. Wake the fuck up, you dummies! None of you. None of you will get a PMTA approved. Not a single fucking one of you will. Not one. You're idiots. You're fucking stupid. Okay? <laughs> you're stupid thinking that you're going to get a PMTA. Here's what should happen. I'll explain to you in a second why you're not going to get a PMTA. Well, I'll do it right now real quick. Why you're not going to get a PMTA. Okay. Well, number one, here's something fascinating, Flitzanu. The FDA just announced the other day that they want public comments from people. What they're trying to determine is what kind of harmful chemicals could be in e-liquid. They actually have a list of chemicals that they find found in e-liquids. So they want public opinion on, God. Yes, on what possible stuff could be harmful in there. Here's what they're going to find out, e-liquid companies. Okay, All of you listen, every single one of you listen to me, because you don't. If you listen to me, you would have been in a better position. You would be running around saying, we're going to get a PMTA because you're fucking dumb. Here, here's the reality, okay? Number one, they're not letting sucralose through. Not happening. No fucking way are they going to allow sucralose in e-liquid. 
Yeah. 90% of e-liquids have sucralose. You're done. They're not going to allow it. It's not going to happen. You're stupid if you think they are. It's harmful. It harms people. It harms me. It's harmed others. Shit's harmful. And you guys know it's harmful. You don't give a shit because it tastes good, but you know it's harmful. Not going to allow it. No, and what, especially when they find out that it's not needed. It's not even needed to make e-liquid. They're going to be like, this shit's not even needed, but yet you're, okay, that's gone. So that's not going to happen. Number two, do you think, let's say, let's say you have your uh, four horsemen elixir, uh, I don't know, they come up with stupid names, so it's not new. Four horsemen elixir, uh, <laughs> uh, pawn e-liquid, and let's say it's a uh, fruit and uh, mint candy. That's what it really is. It's a mix of fruit and mint, mint candy. Number one, anything. Anything that's a candy, might as well give up. It's not going to get a PMTA. Not going to happen. You think for one fucking second they're going to grant a PMTA to an e-liquid that has anything to do with candy? Are you fucking stupid? Of course not. They're going to say absolutely not. That's appealing to children. Not going to happen. So any candy flavors, no chance in hell. Uh, any dessert flavors, cakes, pies, and there's tons of them. Stuff like cookies, all that stuff. Nope. No way. Just a flavor. Done. Not going to happen. It's not going to happen. They're not going to allow anything that they think for one second would be appealing to a kid. And 90% of the e-liquids that you fuckers have out there are appealing to kids. I'm sorry. They're going to say they are. They're appealing to kids. How are you going to say Swedish fish is not a... Right. Oh, Swedish fish, how is that appealing to a kid? You, of course, they're going to say, done. There's no way they're going to grant the PMTAA for anything that's dessert, candy, anything that could possibly be appealing to a child. So no sucralose. Oh, no diacetyl either. You're not going to be able to fucking have anything with diacetyl, acetylpropionol. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Diacetyl. Got to get rid of the diacetyl. Diacetyl. Yeah, I mean, that because that's diacetyl. I still to this day. I mean, you know, because we're talking 10 years later, diacetyl. I still constantly hear stuff about popcorn lung. <laughs> and oh, diacetyl cause popcorn lung. Like. No, it doesn't. No one in the history of ever has gotten popcorn lung, except for like one dude right. that worked in a diacetyl factory. Ooh. You know, I'm like, you don't. It, I mean, there's more than one. I think there was like I don't know, two or three people in the in the entire history has ever actually had popcorn lung. But yeah, like no one has gotten popcorn lung, and right. it's insane that it's still such a persistent weird rumor. I mean, but I, I don't disagree <clears throat> because. You know, just like you're talking about, and uh, and again, I mean, as as your liquid is marketed, and uh, so that way it doesn't seem biased. Um, you can make liquid that tastes amazing without using extra additives. Like yes. you don't need to have sweetener. I mean, sure, they taste great, but you don't need to have sweetener. You don't need to have diacetyl. Like it's very possible to make stuff without all of the extra. Like you go back to the basics, just like we did. You know, you have the flavoring. You have PG and VG and nicotine, and that's it. Like that's all you need. But see, but see, the problem and, is, is the industry doesn't understand that. The listen, when I when I started Tea Time Flitzanu, the 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 company that co-packs my juice, he said, in all fairness, I'm not. He's like, I'm not trying to be a downer, but you're gonna fail. I mean, you have no sweetener right. in your juice. You don't have it in a box. You know, it's not. He's like, you're going to fail. I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just being honest because, because they all feel that way. You have to have sweetener. You have to have the stupid box. You have to have the bright colors. 18 to 25, the target market is 18 to 25. They, they, they feel that that's what sells. 
And it's a great market to target to because 18 to 25 year olds just frivolously spend money. A lot of them do. Um, and, and they're into all these stupid fucking, uh, this, these marketing tactics and dumb flavors they come out with. But they feel like without having sweetener, they're done. They're doomed. Because it is true. When, I, I can't argue. When you try a juice with sweetener in it, you go, wow, that's delicious. You know, you got that fucking taste great. And, and it gets you to buy. I, I get that. What I don't get is they, they know it's, it's harmful and they don't give a fuck. But whatever. And I want to say something, too. Cause people were arguing with me about this. There were companies back in the day... For example, Cutwood got sued over unicorn milk because this woman said that there was diacetyl in it. They actually added diacetyl. That shit was so fucking... Now, I don't know if that's true or not. That was alleged. It was alleged that Cutwood was actually adding diacetyl to their unicorn milk, and that's why it was so deliciously creamy, and that's why when they reformulated, it wasn't. Mm. (coughs) That's what... They say, who knows? That was alleged, but there. And that, but yes, a company companies have added. I don't know if Cutwood did. It was they were accused of it. But companies have. I know as a fact, a company in particular that was adding years ago that isn't around anymore, adding diacetyl to their already creamy liquid because it made it super creamy and people bought the shit yes. out of it. So don't tell me, oh, they weren't actually adding it. Yes, they were actually adding it. They were. That and acetylpropionol. Some of them were. I do understand that most of the cases was it was in flavorings. Yes. But there were cases where it was actually being fucking added. So don't tell me that it wasn't. It was. Because I have people arguing with me. Oh, that's not true. It was only in the flavorings. No, 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 no. You weren't around then. I was around. I remember the whole goddamn thing. Um, yeah. It was crazy. I mean, they went after Five Pawns. They went at, five Pawns got sued. Uh, Cutwood got sued. I don't know what happened to these lawsuits. I mean, it'd be interesting to find out. But anyway, so now, okay, so they're not going to do it because of the flavors. You're not going to get approval because of that. They're not going to allow sucralose. They're not going to allow diacetyl. They're not going to allow any sort of sweeteners, okay? The cost of getting a PMTA would be astronomical. I don't care if you're an e-liquid company with $10 million in the bank. Not enough. It's not going to fucking happen. It's not going to happen. None of you are going to get a PMTA approved. And you're fucking stupid yeah. if you think you are. Here's what we need to do. Unfortunately, I think this would never happen. But this is what needs to happen. This is what needs to happen. When it comes to PMTA, and now the only way this would work is if Jewel got on board. If Jewel got on board with this, this would fucking work. Guarantee it. Here's what you do. Nobody file a fucking PMTA. Nobody. Right. Nobody file a PMTA. Not a single. You know, someone made a post uh, not too long ago. They said, do you realize if every single American didn't pay their taxes that they couldn't do anything? He's absolutely right. Right. And every right. single American said, I'm not fucking paying my taxes next year. What are they going to do? Go after yeah. every single fucking person? They would be fucked. They wouldn't know what to do. It's the yeah. same premise. Nobody file a PMTA. And this is the reason you'd have to get Jewel on board. Jewel would have to say, we're with you. We're not doing it either. Because if you get them on board, then no other company will do it. And this is your reasoning. And this is a very good reasoning. You listen. This is the, the truth. The FDA has made clear that we're just like cigarettes. They lumped us in with cigarettes. We're just like it. We're a tobacco product. That's what they said. Words out of their fucking mouth, okay? Now, if we're just like cigarettes, then cigarettes don't have to have a PMTA to be on the market. 
They don't have to have a right. PMTA. So if fucking cigarettes don't have to have a PMTA, then we don't either. You explain to the American people why the pro- now the FDA has acknowledged through the years that vaping is safer for you than cigarettes. It's better than cigarettes. They they've acknowledged that themselves. They've even said if everybody vaped instead of smoked, it'd be a great thing for public health. So they have acknowledged, and they know because they've said it themselves that vaping is better for you than smoking. You can't sit there and logically and say, well, cigarettes can stay on the market. They don't need a PMTA, but you being the safer product, you do. Right. Or make cigarettes get a PMTA. Then they have to get a PMTA too. You can't have it both. You can't. So if you can sell fucking cigarettes and they don't need a PMTA, then we don't either. Fuck that. Nobody do it. What are they going to do? That's the same premise. What are they going to do? Not a single fucking company does it. Now you have tens of thousands of companies now. and, And here's something that you have to realize too. They have to determine if something is going to create a black market. And if it is, that and it could be devastating to public health, they can't do something. They, they have to not do it. Now, if you had every single company saying, we're not going to follow PMTA, we're not doing it. They know as a fact there's going to be an incredible black market because everybody's selling now. No one's going to follow the PMTA. The whole market's going to be a black market. They can't. They can't have that happen. They can't let that happen because that would be devastating to public health. They would have to somehow work with this industry and say, okay, well, then we got to come to a compromise because we can't have you out there running around. But then, you know, something. Tell them no. Everybody, no. We're not doing it. And see what happens. Now, nobody's going to do that because they don't listen to me. Right. But that's what needs to happen. Now, here's the other thing that needs to happen. Let's say, because nobody's going to do the not do the PMTA thing, because we have too many young, arrogant assholes out there who think they're fucking tough shit because they own e-liquid companies that make a few million dollars, and they're going to buy a PMTA, you dummies. You're all dummies. And that's nothing. Everybody should be uniting and saying, none of us are doing it because it's not affordable. Yeah, these idiots are ruining it. Well, they want yeah, well, it. Well, I guess, I mean, that's, I was going to say, yeah, because that, uh, that was the same thing that we talked about in, I mean, three Years ago, whenever all this stuff came out in 2016, when uh, you know people were crunching numbers on their their ideas of how much it was going to cost, yeah, for a PMTA. I mean, that's when you know it was like, I think uh, Greg Conley, I think you know he had said it was you know I forgot how many millions, but it was you know like the it's like a million dollar lottery that you you're throwing away that much money to do all these tests, and pro- Probably they're just going to say no because it doesn't matter. That's the other part. <clears throat> the other part too is they don't have to approve it. That's right. It, it doesn't matter the content. That's right. And or subject of their PMTA, all they have to do is say nope. Right. They don't have to approve it. And, and then, and then you what you, just then wasted all that money. Yeah. And then what are you going to do? Sue them? They'll go. Okay, sue us. We have all the money in the world for lawyers. Go ahead. Have yeah. fun with that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you're not you're not going to win. You're not going to win against the FDA. You're not going to get a PMTA, and you're not going to win. That's not going to happen. All right. So all you idiots saying we're going to file a PMTA, you're fucking stupid, all of you. It's not going to happen, including Jewel. There, there. I don't know what Jewel's thinking. I mean. As as it is now, they're responsible supposedly for the vaping epidemic of, of of kids vaping. You think for one second the FDA is going to say, "Okay, here's your PMTA"? No, right. they're going to say, "Absolutely not." So I, I would love to know what the Jewel must have something up their fucking sleeve because they've got to know that they're not going to get a PMTA. So that's the first thing. Nobody do the goddamn PMTA. Say fuck your PMTA. We're not doing this unless cigarettes have to do it. And I'll tell you, it would work. 
and I'll know, and I'll tell you why it'll work. And the media would jump on it. San Francisco recently banned vaping products. You can't buy any vaping products in San Francisco, but you can buy cigarettes. So when the yeah. story came out through all the media, which was really shocking to me, I was surprised. The story was, and it was for most media outlets, San Francisco bans vaping but keeps cigarettes. Because that's how that was the absurdity of it. They're like, you've got to be kidding me. So they, you can't buy a single e cigarette in San Francisco, but you can still buy cigarettes. Because the media was yeah. like, that's nuts. It is. It's absolutely nuts. People were going crazy. Like, are you kidding me? Well, get rid of cigarettes. You get rid of, you get rid of the vaping stuff, but you just keep cigarettes. It made them look stupid. It made them look dumb. It, 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 it backfired. The media went nuts on them. Like, how fucking stupid is that? Because it was. It's fucking stupid. So now if you're coming out and the entire industry is saying no PMTA, cigarettes don't have to do it. They're going to jump on it. They're going to say they're right. So this, you can sell cigarettes that we know are deadly and they don't have to have this special PMTA thing to ensure they're not harmful to people, but yet these e-cigarettes do? What? It's crazy. It sounds nuts. It makes the FDA sound like they're fucking nuts. That's yeah. why it needs to be done for the PMTA. Now, the second thing, if because as we know, people, it's probably that's not going to happen. People are going to listen. Here's the second thing you need to do. I see that there's people putting together a protest in Washington. I see that there's the advocacy groups. They're putting together things to send a letter to the FDA uh, on behalf of 2,000 businesses, and they're trying to send letters and do rallies and protests and this and that and the other. Listen. It's all nice that you people want to fight for the industry. Unfortunately, none of that's going to work. I'm sorry. Flitzano knows. We've done this all this before. For 10 years, yeah. we've done this. It hasn't worked. It's not going to work now. None of that's going to work. None of that's going to work. Here's the only thing that's going to work. If you want to save vaping as fast as you possibly can and stop the FDA from doing this, I don't care if you like them. I don't care if you hate them. doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is, is Donald Trump is the only one that can stop this. And this is how it has to be presented to him. Because Donald Trump is very against government regulating industries out of business. He's very against it. The fact of the matter is, is this is happening right, under, right underneath his nose. And he honestly really doesn't know. He really right. doesn't know. He just doesn't fucking know. If he knew what was happening and what the FDA was doing and how, okay, there's this guy. You got you to look this up after Flissano. I should have told you about it before. There is this wonderful gentleman. His name is Thomas Miller. Thomas Miller is the attorney general for Iowa. Thomas Miller wrote this, I guess it's a report. I don't even know what you call this. It's almost like a study. It's insane what he wrote. Anyway, he wrote a letter. It's a letter. He wrote it to Alex Azar, who is the Secretary of Health and Human Services for the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Okay? He wrote him this, like, 17, I don't know how many pages uh, letter. And what it does is it breaks down what the FDA is doing when it comes to, you know, regulations of vaping products. And if they keep on doing what they're doing, mm. what's going to happen to the industry? It is genius. This thing is just written, oh my God, he is absolutely right. He completely writes out what's going to happen to our industry if the FDA continues with, with what's going on now. God bless this man. I don't know who the fuck he is, but he's incredible. This report is incredible. Now, um, someone needs to get this to Donald Trump. 
someone needs someone on his team, somebody that's close to him. Because if he read this or any of his team read this, they'd say, holy shit, you got to stop this. That's the other thing that's going to save us. You got to get to Donald Trump. Let me tell you something. The other day, I got, I don't know why, but I got tickets to, he's having, he's having a rally in New Hampshire on the 15th. And I got two, oh, yeah. Yeah, and I, and I got two tickets. So then I was thinking, you know what? We should go. I was telling my wife, I'm like, we, we should go. I'll just hand this report to one of his staff when we get there and say, you know, try to get it to him. It's, you know, really important. And hopefully, you know, just give it a shot. You know, you never know what happens. I know I'm not going to see Donald right. Trump, but you can hand it to some, one of his staff if you find one, whatever. You know, but then again, I'm kind of worried now because it is a Donald Trump rally. And I don't know. I just, crazy shit happens at these things. I don't want to get shot. Yeah. I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, yeah. you know? I mean, it's truly like you, you can't really, yeah, you can't just go and assume that you're going to be safe. <laughs> right. <because there's laughs> exactly. Because there's nuts out crazy there. crazy people in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And and there's nuts out there that, and, and you, you always have your protesters there and then they clash with the Trump supporters and you don't know what's going on. And it's, it's some guy, hell, some guy just walked into a Walmart today and just fucking killed like what, 18 or 20 people or something. I mean, it, it's, it's crazy now. The world's crazy. I, I don't know. But that's what we need to do. Donald Trump needs to understand that your FDA is regulating an entire billion-dollar industry out of existence. That's all he needs to know, and he'll stop it. He knows. He's not for that. He'd say, holy fuck, that can't happen. And the way you get to him, he also needs to understand something, too. This is voting se- next year's voting season. They're campaigning. They're campaigning. He needs as many votes as he can get. You know, I did you watch that documentary about Cambridge Analytica, Flitzanu? Uh, no. You got there's this documentary on Netflix. I forgot what it's called, but it's called but it's about Cambridge Analytica. So Cambridge Analytica was a company. This is crazy. And and you know, they helped Donald Trump win the election. There's no question. Cambridge Analytica is this company where what happened was is they teamed up somehow with Facebook. And somehow Facebook allowed them access to people's uh, information, people's posts, even people's, like, if you and I private message on Facebook, even those messages. They allowed, pe- okay. yes, so they allowed people access to, to, you know, all these people, this company, all this stuff. So then what they did, like, for example, they could take 20,000 people's information, right? And let's say they go through it and they see the keyword unemployment come up a lot. Well, then they know that out of these 20,000 people, say 40% of them talk about unemployment a lot. So that's a concern of theirs. So now this company can go back to, say, the Donald Trump campaign and say, listen, people are worried about unemployment. You should focus on that. See how that works? Mm, Right. So, But the problem with this is... They're taking our information, Facebook, and giving it to this company, selling it to this company, which is fucked up. I mean, you know, they're, they're, they're selling our information. It's a crazy documentary. It's really crazy. But they explained how this Cambridge Analytics, which isn't in business anymore, this Cambridge Analytics, how it worked. Um, they helped Donald Trump, no question, win the election. Um, so I don't know if he can win this next election. And I could really care less. All I know is we need a Republican in there. If we get a Democrat as president, this whole industry's fucked. It's done. That There's no hope at all. So you better fucking yeah. hope Donald Trump gets elected. But anyway, this whole very fascinating documentary about this Cambridge Analytica. And uh, you should check it out. But um, we've got to get to Donald Trump. 
We've got to get to him. We somehow got to get to him. If he thinks that these vapors could actually, that there's enough of them to vote, and I'm actually going to get some votes off these people, he will do something. He will. They, he needs as many votes as he can get. I'm telling you right now, he needs as much. He's not going to have Cambridge Analytica for this election. He's got to right. fucking do it on his own. But, but you know, I, I think he'll be okay. See, the thing that people don't understand is that the people, especially Midwestern, Middle America people, they like him because in their mind he's real. He's like them. You know, it's like they can relate to him. You know, he's like he he's normal. He's not your typical politician. He says crazy things. They love it. We believe that only American citizens should vote in American elections. Which is why the time has come for voter ID, like everything else. Voter ID. You know, if you go out and you want to buy groceries, you need a picture on a card. You need ID. You go- <laughs> I mean, it, it's funny, like, I, I very rarely keep up with a lot of that stuff, but it, it's so funny because he's, it's, he's just repeating things that are, like, accurate. Like, well, yeah, like, but he's, he's also... It's not, it's not like it's grand novel ideas. It's like, oh, you should probably have an identification card to go vote in an American election. I mean, like, that doesn't seem that outlandish when you say it normally. Well, no, right. but what's but what's outlandish is is he thinks you need a uh, an ID to buy groceries. That's what's outlandish. Oh yeah, yeah. The, oh yeah, I forgot the, that part. The, yeah, yeah, this is outlandish too. I think what I want to do is I want to talk just for a second. I wrote this out, and it's very close to my heart because I was down there and I watch our police and our firemen down on Seven Eleven, down the World Trade Center, right. <laughs> <laughs> and he just keeps on going and nobody says anything after it came down <laughs> but he's a he's a real person you know to people he's not your typical you know shit lying politician he's real and i failed i'll admit it Whoa. i did try and fuck her she was married <laughs> huge news sarah oh, no nancy yeah. no this was and i'm just i don't even wait and when you're a star they let you do it you can do anything whatever you want grab him by the pussy do anything and people love him for that you know they came out with that grind by the pussy thing and they thought oh that's going to destroy him no they loved it because to people he's real you know he's a real guy guys say that i mean you know he's and i think he has a good chance of winning again you better hope for this industry he wins again like i said like like him or hate him he's your only chance right now to save this industry it's that simple he's our only chance right now any democrat coming in we're fucked it's not going to fucking happen and who knows even about another republican He's our chance, but you got to get to him. So you got to get to Donald Trump. You have to get Donald Trump, uh, Thomas Miller's uh, report, the Iowa uh, Attorney General. Get this to him as fast as possible so he can see it. And say, fuck your PMTA. That's it. That's all you got to do. That's going to save the vaping industry. Thank right. you very much. I right. Let's I, mean, <laughs> I like I like the PMTA idea. I mean, because it's especially since you related it to taxes that if everyone i mean that's kind of the thing it's like that's the problem with some i mean you have to have absolute uh participation that if no one right. does it then there's no way they could go after everybody right and then same thing like with like with the taxes like if every if every single person said no i'm not going to do that 
then what are they going to do? Right. Uh, well, you're going to get in trouble. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> right. I mean, so is everybody else. <laughs> right. What are they going to do? Exactly. Or your third option uh, is you can uh, pray that uh, uh, you, you can ask Jambi for help. Maybe Jambi will come along and, uh, you know, you can ask him for a wish. Ask him to grant you. Say, Jambi, Jambi, can you please save the vaping industry from being disseminated by the FDA? Mecca lecca high, mecca hiney ho. That's all you got to do. Just keep on repeating that, right? And he'll grant your wish. Now, everyone at home, mecca lecca yeah. high, mecca Stripe. hiney ho. <laughs> I mean, you get, yeah, you get one wish every day. So just every day, just have to wish for the same thing. And maybe John B. will go, boom, your wish is granted. The PMTA is gone. I've saved you from the FDA. It's crazy. It is so crazy. Oh, my God. So that's what you need to do. It's just so, like, it's so fun. Yeah, like, it, it's so fun watching everything happen over and over. Yeah. You know, like, I think that's the big thing is that, you know, I mean, there are other people that have been around for a long time. And so they kind of see that, too. But it's like everything comes and goes. And everything that we have now is not a brand new idea. It's just, you know, everybody had an original idea 10, 9, eight years ago and then it kind of went away and then somebody else is like hey what if we try this like it's brand new and they're like no it's that's not brand yeah, new. i know we we're, we're, we're trying the same things that, over and over and it, it worked or it didn't work and, yeah you know yeah and they just they get remarketed rebranded yeah. and reimagined i mean it's just like with movies just like no one could have an original idea with movies apparently that they just want to keep remaking everything and reimagining everything and uh yeah i mean it it's it's very interesting that especially when you see something come back around again and it sticks, you know, like we tried something in the past. And it's like, yeah, that was OK, but it just didn't really work very well. But then, um, you know, a couple of years go by and somebody's like, hey, we should try this again. And then it's amazing, like with squonking, like we had bottom feeder devices 10 oh, yeah. years ago. Yeah, we had squonks years ago. Yeah, they worked. But yeah, like they just they didn't really catch on. Yep. And I mean, they were they were cool and it was a cool idea. And then, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very surprised. Like, um, it doesn't seem to be as big here. Like, it's definitely I feel like squawking is much bigger in the UK, but uh, it's you know a smaller demographic. But uh, it's you know, it's it's popular enough. Like, it's hung on for a couple of years, which normally it's like a six month fad. And then everybody <laughs> comes back to exactly the same thing. Excuse me, but but, but all, all that stuff's dying, too. I mean, that's dying. Drippers are dying. RTAs are dying. Chasing clouds is dying. You know, all, all that, the, the hobbyist stuff, it's dying. It's fucking yeah. dying. I mean, it's, you know, it, everything eventually is just going to be cigarettes or jewels, and that's it. I mean, it's it, it, it's 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 a fast-dying market. It had its time. It's still a little bit of time left in it, you know, but not. You know, I, I, Matt from Suck My Mind posted something the other day, and, he's, and he said, I can tell you firsthand, you know, it's, the market's not what it used to be. He knows. It's just not what it used to be for, for, for all the hobbyist stuff. And the crazy thing now... I, th I found this fucking fascinating. So uh, NBE did an event. Uh, it was in New York. I believe it was in uh, New yeah. York or New Jersey. Um, people were saying that the FDA was there <laughs> doing compliance checks. So Yeah, that's, I heard that. Yeah, so I'm like, holy shit. So I, I put out a thing in my Facebook. I'm like, I want to talk to somebody. And I didn't. I unfortunately didn't get to talk to him, but Lonnie Bozeman, who owns uh, Savior Vape, did tell me. He said, yes, we were there, and yes, they were doing compliance checks. Think about it. 
That's pretty fucking smart. Best thing for them to do. You want to see if companies are being compliant? Go to these fucking vape conventions. Yeah. You know? So now it is. So now, just remember, if you're a company, you're doing a vape convention, you're probably going to be checked out by the FDA. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Who also, the fuck would want to go to a note, vape? something I want to point out, um, because uh, uh, I saw a picture, uh, Grim Green had posted a picture with Cisco. Mm-hmm. And this is... Slightly making fun of Cisco, so hopefully Cisco will listen to this. Um, Cisco has like a, the whole goatee thing going, uh-huh. and he reminds me of you know the not well not like physically or anything, but like the old Star Trek episode when you saw Spock and he was like the evil Spock, right? Because he went like that was all they did was he was clean shaven and then suddenly evil Spock had like the goatee, right? That's what it made me think of. I don't know why, because I, I almost didn't recognize him. And I'm like, oh my god, it's that's evil Cisco. I have to see. I haven't seen that yet. I haven't seen Cisco with a goatee. I mean, I, I saw him months ago, but he didn't have a uh, a goatee. Yeah, he went too. Um, but yeah, that, that that's crazy. Now now they're just going to vape conventions. Very smart. Let's go there and see who's compliant and who's not. Um, ninety percent of them uh, out there aren't because you know what's happening now. I don't know if you know Sultan. I talked about this on my last podcast. There's a bunch of these these e-liquid companies who have always been saying this whole time, we need to stay compliant, we need to follow what the FDA wants, uh, no new releases, no post-August date juices. Uh, they would rail against salt nicks and how wrong they were because they break FDA rule and you can't sell them and all this shit. Well, uh, a bunch of them came out uh, probably a month ago, I think at this point now, three or four weeks ago. And they're all releasing salt nick lines now. And and here's right. and here's their reasoning, Flitzan. This is crazy. They think they think the vapors are dumb. Maybe they're right. I don't know. But who knows? Anyway, here's here's what they said. They said they have to sell salt nicks because advocacy is expensive. You know, it costs money to do advocacy. And, you know, they're just not making the sales they used to sell on their compliant juices. So, hey, if they want to continue to pay for advocacy and fight and save the industry. They need to sell these salt nicks so that they can make money to continue to pay and and, and fight. <laughs> That's what I fucking wow. said. Are you kidding me? That's what they said. That was their excuse. So ridiculous. Uh, so, yeah. So now, and that's the other thing. These same companies that are selling these salt nicks are, are the same companies boasting that they're going to stick around forever and they're going to get PMTAs. What makes you right. think they're going to take you seriously? You're selling you. You're de- totally defying them by selling your salt nicks. You're complete. They know it. You're completely defying them, saying "fuck your rules." I'm selling salt nicks. I know it's not supposed to be on the market, but I don't care. Oh, but I know you're going to give me a PMTA for our other juices. I. What are you fucking dumb? You. Know, I mean, right. come on. It's crazy that they're even saying that. So. So. Uh, anyway, I'm getting off track. I can't get off track. There's so much I have. So vape conventions, yeah, vape conventions are now being used by the FDA to do compliance checks. So if you're a business and you're going to do a vape convention, you're probably going to be checked out by the FDA. Uh, it is what it is. Uh, CBD e-liquids, CBD e-liquids need to be yeah. tested. They need to be tested. Flitzanu, I can almost guarantee it. Let's say we took ten CBD e-liquids that are supposed to be 500 milligram, right? Let's take 10 of them. Let's have them tested. Right. I guarantee at least four of them come back. They're not 500 milligram. They're not. I, I know there's liquids yeah. out there that claim there's a thousand milligram five, and they're not. They're just simply not. And nobody's regulating it. No, they figure who would know? I mean, nobody's going to know. No one's testing it. No one's regulating. It's kind of like back in the day with what Russ did 
with uh, diacetyl when he knew there was diacetyl in the e-liquids and they were lying about it and saying it wasn't in there. So he went and had some tested. Oh, what happened? There was diacetyl and acetylpropionol in there. It would be the same thing. I guarantee it that you see some of these thousand milligram, 500 milligram e-liquids and there's not that much, maybe a hundred milligrams because understand it's expensive. CBD is expensive. So the less that's in there, the less it's going to cost them. So let's say you sell a 500 milligram bottle of CBD. There's only a hundred milligrams in there. You're making a killing. I mean, and I guarantee you that's yeah. happening. I guarantee you that's happening. Test CBD liquid. Tell someone. Someone yes, go I was out wondering. there. Yes, you were wondering. I'm here. I, I was wondering, like, the because, like, with nicotine, <clears throat> you know, because uh, that, you know, early on, and I mean, I, I, I'm assuming it's very much the same still, is that, um, you know, companies are getting, what is it, like 90, 99.4% pure nicotine or what you know like um whatever they can buy you know and then Mm -hmm. you're diluting it down and down and down and down and down so it's not you know like a company is not buying a 50 percent nicotine solution like they're they're probably buying as close to 100 percent pure nicotine as they possibly can um so i was wondering like is that how cbd works like do you buy it at like as pure as possible or is it like a soluble uh material like i don't i don't really know how the cbd part works like if, if they're getting it in a in a very high quantity and they're diluting it or are they you know what i mean is that is that anything that you're i'm i'm not aware you know I, about i'm not aware i i know they i know they get uh, major quantities of it i do know that obviously the more you buy the cheaper yeah. it is um i'm not sure how the process works i know there's isolate i know there's all different types i really i honestly don't know i haven't even delved into cbd what I do yeah, know, see, that's that's one of those things. Like maybe you know, maybe there should be some, maybe not transparency, but I would be curious how that works. I mean, because well, so well, so you know, like with nicotine, I mean, that's something that's easily explainable, right? Well, someone had said to me, well, uh, you know, there's you just got to use a company that does testing. Well, they're doing their own testing. What good is that? That doesn't matter to me. So, so right. they, they, they could test, say, oh, we did it and they tested at 500 milligram. Well, how do I know that? How do I know that's what they're selling me? Them doing their own testing? No. Someone needs to do what Russ did with e-liquid and diacetyl. Someone needs to do with the CBD companies. Someone needs to start buying CBD, send them to Empathy, have them tested and see if there's act- or so- any lab and see if there's actually 500 milligrams when they're saying there's 500 milligrams because- you know, the I do know from selling it, the, when we did sell them, the more CBD that's in there, the more money it is. I mean, a thousand milligram bottle of CBD liquid's expensive. It's not cheap. Yeah. It's a thousand fucking milligrams. And then you think, well, how would they not know? Listen, if I'm using CBD for the first time, I don't know what it's supposed to feel like. I may think, oh, okay, it's fine. Or let's say I've used it a lot and I use that brand and I'm like, wow, this didn't do anything for me. I would just think, well, maybe it's a bad brand or maybe, I don't know, maybe it's a bad bottle. You just don't think about it. You move on. They can very easily do it and get away with it. The only way they're not going to get away with it is if they get tested and they get caught and they get found out. So somebody go out there and do that. Somebody please go out and test a couple of these. And I'm telling you, you're going to find out. You're going to fucking find out. That, that not all of them are being honest with you. I can assure you there's maybe some that are, but unfortunately, I think there's a lot that aren't. Right. Plitzanu, I used an all-gender restroom last weekend. I saw the picture. <laughs> I saw And it. like I said, and, and just, just to be clear before anybody gets upset, the picture, because it was like it was a stick figure man and a stick figure woman, and then it was like a, a stick figure that was 
the left half was <laughs> yeah. was in a skirt and the right half did not have the skirt. And right. when I saw the picture, I was like, is it windy? Like it looked like <laughs> it looked like the skirt was blowing to the side. Like well, it didn't look I mean, because I guess they're intending it to be cut down the middle to show both, you know, both sides. Yeah. But it looked like a windblown skirt. And yeah. it really made me laugh. And and, and, the, and the thing that's crazy to me is that's in a brewery. There's these breweries popping up all over Connecticut. I mean, they're everywhere. Everybody's starting these fucking breweries. But I'll tell you what, it's the best beer ever. It tastes so fucking good. You get beer from a brewery. It's fresh. It's delicious. So we went to this brewery for the first time, and I, I've never seen one. I was like, wow, I... A, a gender, gender restroom. Um, yeah. But it's it, but the problem is, is it's getting crazy here. That's getting... Okay. So just the other day here in Connecticut, they announced that they want to change... They use the name Selectman. Like, you know, you have Selectman Thomas, Selectman Jones, Selectman... You know, they use the name Selectman. Well, okay. they, they want to change Selectman to Select Person. So that, you know, it's not gender bias. You know, it's got to be, it can't be selectman. It's got to be select person. Right. Now, people here are going crazy over that. I, apparently, it's like a big New England thing. We've used selectmen for years. Even the women that are called selectmen, they don't care. They say, I'm a selectman. I'm fine. I don't care. But you call me selectman. No, no, no. God damn it. We got to change it to select person. That's fucking, that's a waste of time. That's stupid. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of money. Let me tell you the biggest waste of money. Again, you can like Donald Trump. You can hate Donald Trump. The biggest waste of money ever was the $30 million that we spent to go after this whole Robert Mueller thing and Robert Mueller this and Robert Mueller that. What the fuck? I can't believe, you know, I, I, I what, what is right? It, it's over. It's over. He said there was nothing. Go on. They bring this guy up the other day to testify. The media, I couldn't even watch The Price is Right. I want to watch The Price is Right. They got fucking Mueller on. I don't want to see this shit. And just so you, you, you want it, you want to hear what uh, uh, he had to say? This is pretty much what he had to say. Or to avoid personal uh, embarrassment. Is that correct? Uh, I have on the screen. Uh, Is that correct on the screen? Can you, can you uh, repeat the question? And now that I have the uh, <laughs> language on the screen. Is it correct? Uh, as you further elaborate, obstruction of justice can be motivated by a direct desire to protect non-criminal personal interests, yes. to protect against investigations where underlying criminal liability falls into a gray area, yes. or to avoid. Is that true? Yes. And is it true that the impact... Uh, pardon? Can you read the last question? <laughs> the last question was... I want to make certain I got it accurate. No, the last question was the language on uh, the uh, screen asking you if that's correct. Yes. Okay. Uh, does a conviction of obstruction of justice uh, result potentially in a lot of years of... Uh, a lot of years of, si of time in jail? Yes. Well, again... Can you repeat the, the question just to make certain <laughs> that I have it accurate? Uh, does obstruction of justice warrant a lot of time in, in uh, jail yes. if you were convicted? Yes. And is time of the gentlelady has expired. Uh, That's what they had on instead of the price is right. I want to see the price right. is right. I don't want to see that. That was ridiculous. $30 million wasted. Nice job. Good job. <laughs> it, it, you know, when I saw some of that, it seemed like... <laughs> was so i'm assuming he must be <clears throat> that he must be a smart 
um, you know, well-balanced uh, sure. investigator of yes. some sort. Um, but he came off as a senile grandpa. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> and that's where I'm like, is that the guy? Like, did they have somebody's senile grandpa do the investigation? And, um, you know, because everybody pointed out, like, apparently, you know, he went from from being super smart and like, oh, he's going to he's going to fucking get him. He's going to get him. Mueller's going to get him. And then suddenly he can barely know what time it is. And like, it's a, it was it was a waste. I, this thing was a waste of time from the beginning. It was absolutely ridiculous. Just a waste of time, a waste of money. They're still not letting it go. They're still talking about it. I, I, I fucked. We're fucked. I agree. Fucked. <laughs> fucked. We are. We're fucked. I don't know what else to do. <laughs> I don't know what else to do with this world. Oh, you got to hear this too. Uh, uh, Flitzano's doing a podcast. We're going to talk about that in a second. But I, I brought this. I got this, Flitzano. Okay, so we were talking about this before. Uh, Katy Perry was sued. Katy Perry has a song called Dark Horse. This Christian rapper sued her saying that he took her hook from his song and used it in Dark Horse. Now, there's been quite a few of these cases where you have artists sue big artists for taking their stuff, and pretty much most all of them end up in, you know, they don't nothing, they get thrown out of court or they get settled or they get, you know, they don't win, whatever it is. This yeah. one, the guy, the Christian rapper actually won. He won. He won a two and a half million dollar judgment against Katy Perry. They a jury agreed and said that she took a part of his song. So Here's first. I'll play the song, his song. Okay, you ready? You know what it is. Okay, so that's his song, right? Okay. Okay. Now we're gonna hear Katy Perry's song. Let's okay. Now his argument was that 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 hook that hang on this hook right here yeah that but you better choose His argument is that hook makes the song, and that's his hook. And a jury agreed. (laughs) Hearing it, I don't know that I would agree because they. I mean, the it sounds like the 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 note, like the whatever, like the you know a e whatever, not like the a d e yeah 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 tones. Like it sounds like it. It sounds like the tones were similar, but like they they were not exactly the same. And it's one of those, like, I, I don't know, man. Like, I, it's not, it wasn't played on an instrument either. Like, I think that's the thing for me, that just hearing that back-to-back, just hearing that was, I, anybody could create a very similar beat. And then it's like, is she really scouring random Nobody Christian rappers. Well, well, that, now that's stealing their beat. Well, now that's the thing. Now, yes, it could be that she heard it and said he's a nobody. Nobody's going to know I'm taking it. 
It could be that, you know what? It could be another thing. It could be that she heard it. Maybe she was standing in a Starbucks two years ago and heard it. And then right. two years later, she's making her music and it just came into her head and she didn't consciously take it. It was just there and she didn't know where it came from. And you know what I'm saying? Or it could right. be she simply never heard it at all and just happened to create something that was similar. Yes. I mean, right. it could, that, you know, that's what's amazing that he won. I mean, I'm, I'm shocked because I do I do hear it. I I hear it, but it's not. I've heard others that were much more home runs than this. Right, right, right. You know, yeah, it de- I mean, it sounds very similar. Right. But I think to me, similarity does not necessarily indicate copyright theft right. or uh, trademark or what I don't whatever you call music. Um, that you know, I I I would I would wonder if it sounds similar enough to constitute being the same musical piece. And I don't know. I don't I don't know. I wonder what their uh, like what their range of similarity is before you say this is, you know, this qualifies as theft because it it sounds similar, but I don't know. To me, I wouldn't think that it sounds similar enough. Right. Yeah. I That's mean, I, I, I don't know. If I was sitting on a jury, I don't know if I would agree and say that. You know, it, and and really, how do you decide that? All that depends too. How do you prove that you actually heard that song and took it? You know what I mean? Right. It's like I have no idea. But uh, I will tell you this, before we get to Flitzanu's uh, podcast, I just went on Google Play Music, and I searched for the band Tool, mm. and uh, uh, now they're on there. Tool is now on Google Music, Apple, uh, Spotify, everywhere. Wherever you can find music, you can find Tool. Now, why would you care? I'll tell you why, because, which I think is crazy. For years and years and years, you could not find Tool on any streaming platform anywhere. Anywhere. They refused to stream their music. And I Mm. believe they were doing that because they were trying to force their fans to buy it from them. You know, fuck these streaming places. Get it from us. Right. Uh, Which doesn't work. I mean, now it's the age of streaming. So they finally, finally are able to be streamed. Uh, And I don't know why they wouldn't do that in the first place. I mean, they make money. They make money. I'm, they're making money right now. I'm playing their song. They just made money. They're going to make yeah. money off streaming their music. I mean, that's crazy. It's, it's, they've just been cheating themselves out of money all these years. It's nuts. It's Yeah, there's... I, I, I mean, I guess maybe there's some purist uh, mentality behind that. But, like, it, it's funny that you say that because I was... Uh, um, speaking of podcasts, which we'll get to, but, like, I was looking up... Uh, somebody mentioned... Um, uh, what is it? Common, uh, uh, shit. What's the, uh, like royalty free common, yeah, um, I, I, creative I, commons. Yes. Creative commons. Right. It's called. So there's, uh, for nine inch nails there, uh, there were, uh, an ins- or there was an instrumental album called ghosts mm-hmm. and it was ghosts one through four. And, uh, so there were four like smaller EPs that were, uh, that were created and that they were released for free as creative commons that, you know, Trent Reznor basically said, here's this album, here it is for free, go on, download it. Uh, you can mix it, re- you know, remix it. You can change it, like do whatever you want. We'll send, you know, we're making all of it available, um, into, uh, you know, like the high quality, 
you know, whatever files, like FLAC files or whatever that people can take right. and uh, edit themselves and change them and all that stuff. They basically gave it away for free and said, here, do with this what you want to. And it's Creative Commons, like which what I was looking into, like you can't sell it, like you can't use it for um, your own profit. You just have to like you could take it and remake it and put it out for free. You just can't make profit. And so, uh, and you know, and it, it's funny because everybody's like, why would you ever give away it? Like all the money that went into making that album and all the time, blah, blah, why would you do that? Why, how could you do that? And then uh, I was just looking on the, the thing about it and it said, uh, uh, it's, yeah, the move has been widely regarded as a master stroke for the band by selling an accompanying $300 ultra deluxe limited edition version of the album on vinyl. Nine Inch Nails netted $1.6 million overnight. Right. By selling it on vinyl. Right. But giving it away digitally for free. And it's, it's I don't know, it's one of those things, like, because I've seen, uh, you know, Trent Reznor's done that multiple times. Like, stuff will come out and be free. Like, you can stream it for free, and then you could buy the album. And uh, I just, I always thought that was so funny that some people are, yeah, he's... <sighs> Of course, I love Nine Inch Nails and I love John Reznor, but like uh, he's done a lot of stuff like on the forefront of like, why would people do this? This is crazy. You're not going to make any money. You're not going to sell your album if you give it away for free. And and I think a lot of people, maybe they're starting to figure this out now that money never came from albums. You know, like yeah. bands didn't it's not they didn't make their money from selling music like they made their money touring. They made it. Touring. That's why they're. Yeah. And, you know, like because when, you know, because you I think you went to go see Kiss recently, right? Did yes. You, did you do that? Yes, I did. And so, if I can ask, how much was your ticket? Oh Christ, they were one hundred and sixty dollars a piece. <laughs> yeah. So, so you consider? I mean, of course, in those, you know, that one hundred sixty dollars gets split, you know, you know, thirty different ways, whatever yeah. it is. So, if you consider, uh, you know, ten thousand people being there or a thousand you know whatever number it is you know especially the the bigger the venue the you know the more that's going to go out like i don't know if people ever think about how much money because you know they'll get hung up on like dude i want to pay forty dollars to go see a band and it's like you take that forty dollars by the five thousand people that are there you know i mean there's a lot of money in concerts sure. and oh, uh, yeah. Uh, and, and the it's kind not, of money. It's not just tickets, when you talk about a ten dollar album, like you know, I, <laughs> I just I think it's astronomical when you think about how much money take or how much money exchanges hands when you're dealing with a concert but, situation. But it's not so, just tickets. It's it's the merchandising is huge too. The T-shirt sales, the uh, you know all the stuff they sell at the concert. I mean, yeah. the, at, I'll tell you at that Kiss concert, every it was a Madison Square Garden. Every like five minutes, there was another uh, vendor selling uh, Kiss merchandise, and they were jam-packed with people i mean they make a yeah. ton of money off that shit i did i bought fucking two shirts i mean it, you know it's uh yeah between ticket sales and merchandising it is unfucking believable and 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 let's not forget what the bands are doing now uh it's not just kiss during this a lot of bands are doing this now you can buy these meet and greets you can pay like 1200 fucking dollars a person right. and all you get to go to the concert you get to go meet them and get a picture with them and you know get an autograph i mean you're literally get to see him for a matter of two or three minutes tops and you're right. paying like you know anywhere from 12 to two thousand dollars to do it but if you really like a band you really like somebody i mean you know it's uh so yeah the the, the income sources are unlimited and and they're still doing that now 
But, uh, you know, Tool, I think, would have stayed a lot more relevant. It wasn't just about money. They would have stayed a lot more relevant if they had their stuff streaming. I mean, that's how younger people get their stuff now. You know, it just is. Yeah. You know, if you want to be discovered by younger people, you know, and, and you want to stay relevant, you got to be where they are. And that's where they fucking are. They're online yeah. streaming stuff. Yeah, they're looking. Yeah, they're looking on uh, on Amazon Prime Music. They're looking on Spotify. They're looking on uh, whatever else kids are using these days. Um, it's, uh, what is it? Spotify and um, a lot of them use Apple know, Music because they have iPhones. Kids seem like yeah. iPhones. Yeah, you know. So I'm I'm glad I'm glad they're on. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm glad they're. Uh, you can finally get fucking Tool on uh, on a music streaming service. It's ridiculous. So, they have a new album coming out soon too. Yes, they do. See, it's have you listened to their side projects? Uh, I listened uh, to Pucifer uh, and uh, a Perfect Circle. Yeah, a Perfect Circle. Yes, I've heard a Perfect Circle, which to me sounded a lot like Tool. Um, right. But yeah, a perfect. Yeah, they they were great at Perfect Circle. Um, yeah. Listen, that they're they're phenomenal artists. Their songs are incredible. Even though lead singer's an asshole, he's an incredible singer. Um, right, you know, there's people. I, listen, I lo- let me tell you something. I love uh, Megadeth. I think Megadeth's one of the greatest bands. I have a fucking Dave Mustaine signature fucking guitar, uh, fucking Dean oh, guitar. Nice. I love. I but I think Dave Mustaine's the biggest fucking asshole ever. He's a fucking right. asshole. He really is. He says some stupid shit. He believes in fucking bizarre shit. He's a fucking. But he's an incredible guitarist and makes incredible music. I mean, I can't, I, 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 li- I love him. I hate him as a person. I wouldn't even want to, if someone said you want me Dave Mustang, I'd probably be like, I don't want to. Because I would just tell him he's an asshole. Right. He really is a fucking asshole. He's very arrogant. I just, but his music is unbelievable. I, I, yeah, I love it. I mean, he's one of the greatest guitarists ever. It's just fucking incredible. But, uh, yeah. anyway, with that, uh, speaking of that, so your okay so vape tv for people who have wondered vape tv that's been around for i don't know 10 over 10 years it's been around forever um vape tv is over it's now done that's where flitzano was doing his show he was doing his show on vape tv so yes. now flitzano kind of lost a home but not really because right. flitzano is going to start a podcast now you should start a podcast because podcasts are wonderful and if it's done right people will listen um I'm, which I'm sure you know. So, <laughs> are, so, so explain this to me. So, you're going to do this by yourself? Are you doing it with somebody else? What? Um, I, mean, I have a, uh, I have a co-host. I have a female co-host. A female co-host. Because that okay. way, I can, uh, yeah, that way I can, uh, you know, I can use the allure of uh, men wanting to hear a woman talk because we all know that we do, and uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, play it. It's playing to the strengths of the internet. We know how the internet works. We know how the male brain works. Yeah. And uh, so now all the men are like, God damn it! Now I'm not going to listen just because you said, just because you said there's a girl. I don't want to listen. But now you, you know, you will. Like yeah. that's the thing. That's the thing. And um, but no. Uh, aside from, aside from the obvious part, like uh, she is very uh, she's very intelligent about the subjects that I enjoy. Um, she's very into a lot of the, uh, the paranormal stuff and a lot of weird news stuff and, you know, random, uh, obscure history, um, you know, things like that. Like, um, 
I mean, if anybody that knows me well enough knows I'm into really weird shit and really bizarre stories and, you know, anything unusual, paranormal, um, mystical, whatever words you want to use. And, and, um, and Flitzanu is into Bigfoot, but I agree with him he's into Bigfoot because I saw a Bigfoot. So I'm, I'm totally on board with him. I saw yeah. a Bigfoot. I don't care what anybody says. People told me all my life, oh, you probably saw a bear. Or he's, no, I saw a fucking Bigfoot. I saw it. I was in my car at 3.30 in the morning. I saw it, and it ran across the street right in front of me. I know what I fucking saw. That wasn't a human being. That wasn't a bear. It was a fucking Bigfoot. I'll never forget that ever in my life. I was frightened out of my mind. I froze. I didn't know whether to drive or to sit or to... I I couldn't believe what I saw. Uh, So anyway... I I think that's that's probably... To me, I would think that would be the reaction that would tell me, you know, like with what basically exactly what you said, that that you had this weird and I'm, I'm kind of putting words back in your mouth now, but like that it was it was it was a weird, surreal feeling that your it was almost like your body recognized that it was not what it wasn't supposed to be there. Like, you can get scared if you see a bear. You're like, oh, shit, that that looks like a fucking bear. Like, I feel like there's probably a different reaction because, I mean, I've never seen a Bigfoot. I've never I've never really had it, which is weird because I believe in all these things, but I've never really had any of these experiences. But I think that's a big thing that people talk about is that it just feels very unnatural. It, It would be like the idea of looking at an alien that how your brain just can't comprehend what you're seeing because it, you know your your mind knows that that's not supposed to exist what well, and, uh, and, and I, I would I would just feel like your body would your you know your body and your brain is going to give you that indication of like this is this is not right well I, I didn't believe in any of this shit I if you told me before that happened a bigfoot I'd say that's that's dumb I don't believe in that shit that's fucking fake that's bullshit I wasn't drunk yeah. I wasn't on drugs I, I understand it was 3 30 in the morning but I wasn't drunk I wasn't on drugs I was anything I was totally straight-headed I know what I fucking saw and it yeah. was unbelievable it, it is it's like it's like a it was like it, it was like <sighs> This thing was like seven, over seven feet. It had hair. It had, it was the form of a human, but yet it had a snout like a, like a dog. It was just crazy. I know what I saw. And, and, and the way it ran across, it saw me. It, what freaked me out was it looked at me and yeah. I never seen anything run that fast in my life. And it hauled ass across the street in somebody's backyard, like fucking like, poof, like it was gone. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit. And I was afraid. I'm like, what if it's coming like running behind my car? I, 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 you know, you're right. My brain just right. froze. I don't know what to do. And I just drove off and I'm like, I can't believe what I just saw. Um, and I'll never forget that. So that, that, and believe me, I don't believe in any, I believe in aliens. I can tell you that. You, oh, you want to watch a great documentary? Watch that documentary about that fucking guy that worked. Oh, yes. Did yeah. you see yeah. that? I, you know what? My wife does not believe in aliens at all. She's like, I don't believe it. That's bullshit, whatever. So I had her watch that Bob Lazar documentary. I said, fine, you watch this and you tell me you don't believe. She's still like, uh, I'm like, that, what? the guy's not lying. The guy, he took lie detector test after lie detector test. He was telling the truth. He's telling the truth. He saw aliens. He yeah. was on a fucking UFO. He worked on a UFO. He saw this. Here's what happened. The guy, real quick, you got to watch the documentary on Netflix. But uh, very quick, uh, uh, conclude uh, what it is. Bob Lazar was a guy 
He was, as a teenager, he was building like rocket motors. I mean, he was just insanely smart. He's a teenager building rocket motors at his fucking house. Insane. I think what happened, this back in the 70s, I think what happened was the government saw how incredibly smart he was. And they needed help. Yeah. So they decided to bring in an outsider to see if they could help him figure out this UFO and what it was and how it worked and how it was being powered and, and all this stuff. And he was able to figure it out. He did. He figured it out. He was that smart. What they didn't yeah. count on was that he was going to tell people about it. And I think right. because of that, they've probably never, ever brought an outsider in ever again. Now it's only military personnel that go through all kinds of insane briefings. That doesn't happen. But he he's telling the truth absolutely we we've we've captured alien spacecraft we've captured aliens they they exist not just that it's also like things like um um that movie uh where the guy is kidnapped by the aliens and uh oh, fire in the sky fire in the sky that guy was telling the truth i'm sorry how many polygraphs has you got to give me he was telling the fucking truth he had the scars where they put the probes the guy's telling the truth I, you know, I just, I, I am very reluctant to believe anything. I need proof. I'm just that type of person. Give me proof. I've seen enough yeah. proof. Now with the Bob Lazar thing, I've, 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 they're there. I believe. Now, now I believe. Um, with me seeing Bigfoot, now I believe. So, you know, I, I believe me. I know this sounds kooky. Some people are gonna go, "What are you fucking nuts?" No, I'm not nuts. I just, I'm a fact-based <laughs> right. person, and the facts have shown me after seeing this Bob Lazar documentary, there's definitely aliens. That guy's telling the fucking truth. He never, yeah. he, he never got paid for it. He never asked for money. Nothing. He was just being on. He and the whole reason why he told the world about it was because, and he's right. We should know our government's lying to us, and he just wanted them to be honest. We should know that 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 yeah. This and is it's going not the on. first time, right? I mean, I think that's the weird thing that people don't get. They're- like, oh, the government can't lie about that. Like, what else has the government lied about? I mean, in not not in a weird tinfoil crazy person way, but it's like, dude, the government lies all the time. Like, they yeah. lied about uh, the not the wire, like kind of, I guess, wiretapping. Like that they uh, that they were keeping track of uh, like the NSA or whatever. Like the whole uh, was it Snowden? Yeah. Or the other guy um, that they figured out like they've been monitoring phone calls and conversations and email like they've been monitoring that stuff for years yeah and they just never got caught right and i mean there's there's plenty of moderately nefarious shit that they've lied about and so that's why it's like it's not it's not like it's a weird thing to think that the government's lying to you right but but because they probably are but jamie says to me and and this is what i I truly believe is she says well, why won't the government just come out and say it then? Why won't they say, okay, we're sorry we lied, but we, we do, we, we know there's aliens, but why wouldn't they say it? I think that they won't say anything because, well, number one, because they don't want to admit they lied, but I think another big reason is is because they simply don't want people to panic. I Right. They don't want people to be like, oh, my God, so there's like a life out there that could just come down to my house and just fucking take me and I'm gone. I, I think they're afraid people would freak out. And they don't yeah, want to freak people out. There's supposed to be, I mean, I, you know, I think even, even though there are plenty of people like, oh, fuck you, government, the government's bullshit, blah, 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 you know, whatever. But like, there are people that are so anti-government, but they still depend on them for protection. Yeah. And if any world government came out and said, you know what, we can't protect you. Right. There is a force out there that we cannot control that, you know, because like, 
I mean, with terrorism, this is a very loose example, but like with terrorism, if it came to it, we could blow up an entire country and be like, okay, well, no more terrorism. Right. You know, like yep. it's a shitty thing to say or to do, but we have the ability to wipe out an entire country. But like, if there's a force out there that could wipe out the entire world and we could do nothing about it, that's terrifying. Yeah. And to put that in people's minds that, you know, that, I mean, that's a lifelong or a lifetime of, of fear and anxiety and pressure to think at any moment, this other alien force could come down and take you like you're saying, I mean, they could just come take you away and yep. you have nothing. You can do, can do anything about it. Right. No one's going to save you that they could just take over the planet. And, um, and yeah, I mean, I, I definitely agree that I think it's, it's panic. A lot of people say religion, but I don't, I don't, I don't agree religion. with that one. No, it's I don't. It's, it's simply because I'm also like, I don't, I don't go along with, um, religion excludes alien life. Like I'm not one of those people that you know, they're yeah, I, at the, at the core of it. And again, touching on religion with, with hopefully not pissing too many people off. I mean, touching on religion, you're talking about, uh, beings that are not human. I mean, you are at the core of it. You are talking about an alien race of beings that if you just consider for a moment without thinking of it as being too sacrilegious and blasphemous, that an alien or that a, an angel would be an alien because they are not human, that they are not from Earth, that they would be an entirely different creation. They would be an entirely different being. And so um I don't know. To me, like that—that's the one thing—is that uh, you know, a lot of people are like, oh well, there's there's no support for that. I mean, it's the Bible says this, or the Quran, or you know, whatever religion people want to believe in. That uh, I I don't think that they're mutually exclusive. Um, I don't think there's ever been anything saying that there's no other life anywhere. It it most of it talks about humans being very special, but it doesn't say that humans are the only thing in existence ever, and. Uh, so yeah, so to me, like I don't, I don't really buy the whole uh, religion excuse of like why the government would lie. But but you'd, I, you'd I also it's, have to it's be control and panic. Yes, but you'd also have to be foolish to think that we're the only things in this infinite universe. <laughs> I mean, come yeah. on, the universe is infinite. We're the only thing in it. Get, get the fuck out of here. Of course, there's there's got to be other life. I mean, I don't know. I I've just I've just seen enough evidence to where I I I just I know it exists. Um, as well as other things. Um, ghost, as you talk about ghosts, I'm not on board with that yet. I haven't seen no fucking ghost. I haven't had experience with a ghost. I'm not buying the whole ghost thing. Who knows? Right. Maybe they exist. Now, where is my wife? Believes in it. She believes in ghosts. She believes really? they exist. You know, she... Uh, not not you know, Bigfoot, not aliens, but believes in ghosts. Yes, yes. No aliens. Just go... <laughs> the aliens? That, that's, too much so, for her. Okay, so a fine point. Does she believe that ghosts are disembodied dead people I believe she does. Yes, I do. Okay. Yes. See, I don't. I don't. I don't know that I'm on board with that. Yeah. I. I. I would. I. I. I support and accept that ghosts are probably real, but I don't know that I'm on board with them being dead people. Right. Yeah. Which is a whole other conversation. But. Right. But these are all things that you're going to explore on your podcast. You're going to have all these right. different discussions. Now, are you going to discuss like? News topics, things that are going on. Uh, probably, um, if it's bizarre, like probably not, uh, you know, current events or, you know, what's in politics, but like, um, 
you know, news stories that come up that seem a little unusual um, or uh, or topics like I'm trying not to because we <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll, I'll just tell you in private about the first thing. Like we have a great topic for the first show that it actually does involve kind of news and kind of history. And it's really not anything paranormal or uh, or, you know weird or th- anything like that it's just kind of eccentric and kind of like wait what mm. it's just kind of one of those things because there's a lot of stuff that's happened in history that is still very bizarre and you know belief systems of of people and uh you know uh things that they that they followed and you know it i think there's a lot of uh there's a lot of very fascinating people throughout history that their behaviors and their interests don't really get talked about a, a lot, I guess. Um, you know, like, uh, I, <laughs> and this is, this is not an actual example, but it, this is just a, a hypothetical because I watched a movie about this the other day that, uh, I, it was the old, um, oh, masters of horror collection mm-hmm. that used, I think it came on stars like 10, 15 years ago or something that, uh, but there was one of the episodes that was called the Washingtonians and it was this like bizarre story about George Washington and his secret life as a cannibal. And again, this is not real. It's not based on anything factual at all, but it's just, it's like things like that. Like what did this person believe in? You know, like you look at all these people that founding fathers and stuff like that. And did they have bizarre beliefs? Like there, there have been a couple of presidents that have seen UFOs that have openly talked about UFOs and, uh, you know, I think I think it's that kind of thing that um, things like that fascinate me that uh, people can believe in things that are, you know, that are in high ranking uh, situations of power. But they don't really that doesn't really get a lot of news. You know, it's just like, oh, well, this person had this policy. But like, well, yeah, did you also know that guy saw a UFO. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's just a, it's a way to just to, you know, and have open discussions about just really weird things so right. so yeah sort of uh sort of some history stuff and sort of uh some real world based stuff that uh you know that's not necessarily uh ghost related or monster related but um but yeah so it so it kind of you know i didn't really want to pigeonhole too much into just doing you know paranormal um because there's a lot of things that both of us have really strong interests about and uh it just happened to line up that, you know, cause I, I have, you know, I have friends and I have friends that are interested in things. And so it's, it's always been a kind of an idea because it's always stuff that I like talking about, but I've never really found someone that was quite as passionate about it as I am. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, it just, it just kind of fell into place. And, uh, and one day we were talking, like, we should, we should do a podcast. <laughs> and so, that, that kind of just started the whole thing and it's been uh, it's been a slow process but it's it's getting closer I have the hardware now I have all the hardware ready yeah it's just sitting down and you know and recording that first episode it's that first step that's always the hardest step right right no you, you you'll, you'll get used to it and you, and you get a flow going on and and it's fun see I, I'm I'm looking I I want I want to venture off a, kind of away from the vaping thing and kind of I still want to do my podcast. I'll still, I, and I kind of do it now already. I discuss vaping stuff, but I discuss all kinds of things. But I want to get yeah. off the more. I actually want somebody to come on with me who's the total opposite of me, who com- who who is completely right, right. different from everything. Like we we just have different thoughts, different views on everything, because that's what I like. 
I, I like bringing yeah. up a topic of somebody who's completely against what I just brought up. Well, let's talk about it. Let's debate it. That's what's fun. You know, that's what's yeah. fun about it. And people love hearing it. I mean, they love to hear a good debate, a good argument. It's uh, it's fantastic. That's that's what I'm looking for. That's that's what I want to lean more towards. But I also want to really focus on things that are going on in the world, certain news stories. I see some of these news stories. I'm, I can't fucking believe it. Yeah. <laughs> There's some crazy <laughs> shit going on in the world. And you're not going to get news stories from CNN or MSNBC. They're too busy talking about Trump 24-7. You know, you got to go to yeah. other sources to get news. I'll tell you one of the uh, uh, great news is to watch really is just BBC. I turn on fucking yeah. uh, BBC. I watch that. Um, a lot of the uh, European news stations are a great place to get really what's going on, like real news, because not the horse shit we're getting fed here. So yeah, they seem to be a little less. I mean, they every. I think every news station has their bias, and you can kind of you know you kind of see it in some of the wording, but it does seem like, um, as, especially as far as American news, it's it seems like international news sites give you a little bit more factual information instead of just. A, you know, like a slam piece. Right. They give you, they may, you may read, you may read their opinion in it. Like you can, you could pick up on their opinion on what they feel about it, but it's almost like they give you at least enough of the story to, you know, to kind of form your own opinion. Well, and, and, and the, yes, and that doesn't happen here. For example, the other day on the Today Show, they were doing a story about Jewel. And that stupid Yale study that came out and, and they're talking about Jewel and they're targeting kids and they have to go in front of Congress and this and that, blah, blah, blah. They ended the story by saying, you know, because they were discussing, like, why are these even on the market? So they ended the story by saying, well, the FDA extended a deadline and blah, blah, blah. And then they mentioned while under Donald Trump's presidency. So right. they they made like, it sound like, like yeah they made it, it sound like well the F, it's not the FDA it's Donald Trump you know they made it sound yeah. like Donald Trump was responsible for Jewel it's like really are you fucking kidding me I mean it's just the way they worded it was so disgusting and that's the problem with our news here it's 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 just so fucking biased and so you know everybody's going nuts about the the guy I sure you saw that story uh, vaping uh, puts somebody in the hospital someone almost dies from vaping it was all about someone almost a 20 something year old guy almost dies from vaping well what happened was <coughs> excuse me says it in the article he purchased a THC cartridge from some drug dealer on the street right and he vaped and the shit fucked him up it wasn't vaping and e-cigarette, but that's not the story. I mean, it sounded like, oh, he got sick from vaping. I mean, that, yeah. that's that's the problem with, with media, and people see that. They see it, and they read it, and they go, oh, my God, look at that. Um, it's disgusting what, what our media gets away with here. And I'll tell you, I, I do think when Trump gets out of office, if he does get another four years, which he might get another four years, let's hope he does to save this industry. And if he does, after the four years, I think he will start a network. And I think he will try to have a network. We, we do desperately need an unbiased news source. We don't have one right now. They're all biased. Every single one of them here is biased. We can't, I can't fucking find one that is, that is not biased. So um, hopefully that works out. So when are you, so you going to start your podcast? You're starting it soon, right? I mean, it's going to be within the next... So- yeah, so it's uh, we did some uh, some sound tests, like uh, check some levels and stuff, and uh, we're still kind of working on um, 
intro music because I was, you know, speaking of the Creative Commons stuff, like uh, we're trying to find a good clip that's, you know, royalty free and Creative Commons and whatever else that's not copywritten. Like we need to find a good sample to use for like a, you know, like a five second intro music. Um, and we got to kind of nail down like a logo. And then after that, I think we're pretty much good to go. And, uh, and which, by the way, the name of it, which we haven't talked about, because um, we spent a lot of time trying to come up with a name. And it's going to be called Lip Noises. Lip Noises. Yeah, Lip Noises. Oh, like, cause you're Because you're right. making lip noises with your mouth. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Because so, um, at first it was like, it was, uh, I mean, it, it's simple. It's kind of funny. Uh, there's a lot of innuendo that could be applied to lip noises. Um, it could sound dirty. <laughs> it's, there's plenty of, you know. But, um, and it was kind of like, Instead of, again, you know, instead of pigeonholing into uh, picking, you know, like creepy paranormal podcast, you know, instead of pigeonholing it as as just one type, then that way, if we have a name that's a little more open and interpretive, then that way, uh, you know, it's it's people aren't, you know, that I, I would hate to have a, a show called like the ghost podcast and then start talking about you know, Transylvanian history of Dracula or something, you know, like I, I, I kind of wanted it to be a little bit more, uh, a little more open in general than just, uh, than, than too specific, but, um, right. lip noises made both, both of us laugh. And so we went lip noises and also it was available. Um, cause, uh, a lot of the names that we came up with, like we had some really good ideas from some other people and, uh, but the domains were not available. So lip noises, we were able to get, uh, you know, I've, I've got the domain for the website. We have the Instagram account. We have a Twitter account. So, uh, so we were able to procure all of the, the, the necessary URLs for just lip noises. So that was kind of what we went with, but, um, yeah, so it's, it's hopefully going to be soon. Um, you know, and, and I mean, uh, amongst real life, uh, you know, time restraints and all that stuff. Like it's, it's just been kind of difficult to get everything going, but, um, it's, uh, yeah. So it's, it's hopefully going to be soon. Like the plan is before the end of the month, like to at least have the first, the first episode out. Right. Yeah. I, I, I think, I think I'm going to call mine uh shit sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> the shit sandwich podcast. That's all it's going to be. It's going to be a good idea. Yeah. It's a great name. Shit Sandwich Podcast. I'm telling you. Um, And and it's just going to be me debating with somebody who just is uh, out of their mind. Um, Because that's just fun to me. That's entertaining. I really enjoy that. I'm not sure who that person is going to be. I kind of have an idea. And see, and I. I, Yeah. I kind of have an idea. Conversations like that, I think, are good. Like having open, open debate about ideology and an opinion and like getting to the root of like, why does somebody think a certain way or feel a certain way? I think that is very entertaining. Um, I, I've listened to it. And as far as like, you know, if, if, uh, and with this, with, with a topic, like stuff that I talk about, like to me, it doesn't seem as, it doesn't seem as helpful to have somebody that doesn't agree because when you're talking about, uh, you know, a UFO story or a Bigfoot story or a Loch Ness monster story. It's like everything becomes very contrarian where it's like, oh, I believe this and this and this. And the other person's like, no, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, well, what? Like, it, it doesn't really, you know, it doesn't, I don't, I don't think conversations like that. It's not, it's not really a conversation. It's very like, 
uh, you know, the other person just disagrees. Well, right. And, and, and you can't really do that. I mean, what I'm going to be doing know, is a little so, different. Um, I'm going to be taking but, news stories, and I'm essentially going to find somebody, I guess you could say with a Democratic point of view, and uh, right. argue with me. I, and I wouldn't say I have a Republican point of view. I wouldn't say I'm, I'm not any... I'm not any political party. I, I, you know, I, I, I have my beliefs on things, and and it is what it is. You know, I, um, but I, I know a lot of these Democrats are fucking nuts. Uh, they have some pretty bizarre beliefs. So I, I think I would have a, a very uh, good time with somebody who is a very hardcore Democrat. Um, and I kind of have somebody in mind, and believe it or not, they're a family member. I don't know if it would work, but I, I, it might, it just might possibly work because their views are so far from mine. Um, I think we'd have some very, very fascinating, uh, fascinating uh, debates. So uh, that would be interesting because I, I do, yeah. I do enjoy doing the podcast. I love it. I do do it. I, I have so many people that listen, you know, and and you just, she just stick. Stick to what you do best. There's so many people. You know, uh, Ellen, this woman Ellen does this Ellen show, Flitzanu. Uh, believe it or not, right. it's actually, she does the best daytime talk show. She really is. She's she's really good. I, she's, you know, say what you want. Call me what you want. Ellen does a good goddamn fucking talk show. She's always experimenting with other stuff and doing other shows and this and that. Just stop it. She's good at stuff. Stick. She's even, they've even talked about it. She might even leave the Ellen show to go, what is she doing? That's the best thing she does. Don't leave it. Right. Stick with it. Uh, another example. Uh, uh, Daniel Tosh does that show on uh, Comedy Central, uh, Tosh.0. Oh, my God, what a great show. He's doing stand-up. He's doing... Stop it. That You're best at that show. Everything else you do sucks. No offense. Your stand-up sucks. He's great right. at that Tosh.0 show. It's fucking funny as shit. That's his thing. Keep with it. You know, these people, they do these great things, and they, it's like they want to leave. Don't leave. Don't leave the Ellen show. How many? You know how many people are trying to beat every network for years has tried to beat the Ellen show. They can't. They just can't. Yeah. You know, she's just got it down. And there's something that she does that's very simple that other shows need to do too. She uses music, music that people know. She plays, you know, I know it probably costs a lot of money to get the permission to play these songs on shows or in movies or in television, but I'm telling you it works. Goodfellas is one of the greatest movies of all time. And what made yeah. Goodfellas good was the music, the music they chose. It was all songs that we knew. It was that They just matched perfectly with the time, what was going on in the movie. Uh, I remember watching this horrific movie not too long ago with John Travolta playing uh, Gotti. I think it was uh, Gotti. Right, what a right. horrifically horrible movie. It was horrible. But what could have made it better is if they used music. They didn't use cop. They, they used like shit fucking movie music. It was terrible. They should have used fucking music that people knew. That would have made it at least a little bit better. Music means everything, you know? You know, when Ellen's coming out and she's playing, uh, you know, a disco song from back in the 70s and people are dancing, it makes all the difference. You know, the, 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 this this made-up music, and a lot of these, it just makes a big difference. It makes a big difference. It's not the biggest part of her show. She's just naturally funny, and she's good at interviewing, and somehow she gets away with asking stuff that a lot of people can't because they just let her get away with it. But, you know, it's it's she's done it. It's a great show, and she's like, she's constantly trying to leave it. What the fuck's the matter with you? Right. Like, leave it. Fucking uh, keep it going. I mean, that's that's what people love. I You know, I, 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 I don't get that. But anyway, so yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Flitzano is going to have a podcast coming up. It's going to be coming soon. You can follow. So you have a Twitter, you have an Instagram, you have a Facebook. 
you can uh, the way. Let's see. We don't have a Facebook for it. That's oh. uh, that's another thing that's on the list. So that Instagram we need to and, that we need to set up a, a thing. But yeah, there's uh, Twitter and Instagram both. Um, there's also the webpage. So lipnoises.com. It doesn't have anything on there, but uh, lipnoises.com or on Twitter or Instagram at lipnoises. So both of those are there. Um, and uh, the Instagram stuff, I actually, uh, you know, I try to post something. I, I try, I try to every day, but you know, life gets in the way and then I kind of forget, but like mostly on the Instagram stuff, um, I try to post probing questions along with pictures, you know, pictures of things that I've, I've seen in the past, um, you know, monster related or mystery related or, uh, geographically related, you know, like, uh, Loch Ness or, you know, a- ancient structures and things like, you know, so I try to post something, uh, provocative every day just to, to kind of get some stuff out there and so uh right so instagram and then twitter basically the instagram post will get uh, uh posted as a twitter post as well so twitter mostly replicates everything that's on instagram currently but um yeah it's a it's at least a good way to keep up like all the the stuff that we're going to do and you know and all that and then uh eventually the uh, the website once you know once kind of nailed down some of the other stuff then uh, the website will start being updated as well. Um, but yeah, that's uh, so that's that's the the next big adventure. And then plus, I'm still doing Twitch. Still, uh, I'm still streaming. Oh, that's on, right. Yeah, yeah. You're, str- Twitch. you're streaming on yes, streaming on the uh, the Twitch the uh, the video game thing. Yeah. There you go. You got all kinds of shit going on. Yeah, pretty much. My evenings are. Uh, I, you know, I wake up, I go to work and then I come home and I take a nap and then I stream and then I go to bed. I I have like an hour to myself every day. That's about it. I think when I do my shit sandwich podcast, I'm just going to play disco music through the whole thing. That's a good idea. We'll we'll debate. We'll debate during disco. Disco and debating. (laughs) There you go. Disco and debating. Yeah. Bring the funk. That's right. Disco and debating. You can't beat it. We'll have intense debates and arguments while listening to disco music. <laughs> That's awesome. Why not? I think it's great. That works. Perfect. There's your gimmick. You yeah. got it. <laughs> you know, I wanted to uh, see. Uh, I love Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy was interviewed by uh, um, Jerry Seinfeld and that stupid cars and coffee show, whatever that mm. dumb show he does. Yeah. And it's a shame because I think Jerry Seinfeld's a horrible interviewer. But I watched it because I right. wanted to see it. nobody interviews Eddie Murphy. It's like you wonder. And it was interesting to hear what he had to say. Um, he is going to come back and do stand up, which is fucking awesome because, I mean, that's what everybody wants him to do. We've been saying for years, do a fucking stand up. And, and he right. is he is going to do one, he knows, and, and you know, he just wants to, like you said, I want the time to be right. It's just got to be the right time. Um, but he is working on stand-up, and I, I'm glad to hear that because I would love, love to hear Eddie Murphy do a stand-up. Oh, my God, are you kidding me? I mean, yeah, his stuff was so funny oh. back, back in the day. The Raw album, I think it was. And you know what's funny is, is he, yeah, he was talking about uh, Richard Pryor. I never knew this. So he was talking about Richard Pryor. And he says, uh, he goes, you know, I looked up to Richard Pryor. I loved him. He was my hero. Like, you know, he was Richard Pryor, you know. He says, unfortunately, he didn't like me. Like, if I showed up at a place he was at, he didn't want to be there. He'd want to leave. Um, Richard Pryor felt threatened by Eddie Murphy. 
Um, Interesting. And he's like, I just hated that because I love the guy. And I wasn't trying to, like, you know, compete with him or be better than him. I mean, he was a hero of mine. I looked up to him. And he just never really got to have a relationship with Richard Pryor because he just was jealous. And he said the other person that was a complete asshole to him was Bill Cosby. Bill, and it's true. I remember that. Back in the day, Bill Cosby had this high fucking moral shit where he was like, you don't. You shouldn't be using foul language in comedy, right. and you, you know he would he would go after these people like, how dare you use that kind of language or use they talk about things like that. Um, and he really would attack Eddie Murphy the most. He would just fucking hammer Eddie Murphy, and it really bothered him. You know, and he's like, I don't understand why he went after me. I mean, you know, um, so Bill Cosby basically he spent a lot of time being wholesome and doing his TV show and doing his stand up and making fun of Eddie Murphy. And then the other time he spent was raping people. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's drugging and raping that's, women that's, the whole time. That yeah. was his day. Yeah, and now yeah. he's in prison. Make fun of Eddie so, Murphy, yeah. go rape somebody, and then go do my TV show. Yeah, but, you know, he's just such a such a fascinating guy because we never really get to hear him talk or speak or anything. Um, and then you like you wonder, is he, like, is he still sane? Is he crazy? No, he's, he's, he's still there. He's still... He's still saying he's not like a Tom Cruise who, you know, Tom Cruise right. fascinates me too because he's such a fucking kook with the Scientology shit. Like, hang on, yeah, I fucking got this disco. He's he's <laughs> a uh, he's a Scientologist. He's fucking nuts. I mean, him arguing with Matt Lauer years ago about Scientology was so fucking great. I mean, he sounded so nuts. But then, like, he comes out like he was on uh, not too long ago. He was on uh, Conan O'Brien, I think it was, and uh, he was interesting i mean he's an interesting guy you know he he's he's fascinating to me um that he's so fucking nuts yet he seems so normal i mean (laughs) i don't know it's weird i mean he's a weird guy to me but uh um yeah i'm I'm getting way far off in this and it's and it's and it's 10 (laughs) o'clock i can't believe it's 10 o'clock flitzanu thank you for coming on because we did a lot. We talked about a lot of stuff. The biggest thing though is now the industry knows what they need to do. Two things. Fuck the PMTA. Everybody say no. No to PMTA. Start a Facebook group. No to PMTA. Just say no. Get Jewel. Yep. Get Jewel to get on board with the just say no campaign. Just say no to PMTA. And then get this, this report from uh, uh, our friend Thomas Miller from Iowa in Trump's hands. Let him know, Trump, your FDA is over-regulating and about to regulate an entire industry out of business. And that's all he needs to hear. He can't have that happen on his watch. He can't have it happen on his watch. And let him know there's tons of vapors that want to vote for you, Donald, because you're going to need them next year. If we can get them on board and we say no to the PMTA, God damn it, we'll save vaping. <laughs> that's how you say vaping yeah take it from me take it from Plitzano. we've been around for 10 years we've seen it all i'm telling you that's what needs to happen um thank you Plitzano, for coming on and listening to my craziness and uh thanks for having me yeah oh it's a lot of fun and and let me know please send me a link when your podcast is up so i can listen i'll let other people know i will share it and Absolutely. uh see what you got going on with uh and then eventually, you then you'll get to be a guest on my podcast. Oh my god! <laughs> we can talk about your Bigfoot experience. 
Oh yes, listen, <laughs> I I I know what I saw. You know, my wife still doesn't believe me with that. She's like, you, you probably she's you saw a bear, or you saw a person. No, I know what I saw. I I know if yeah. I was if I was drunk or high, maybe even said, well, you know, I, no, I wasn't. I wasn't drunk. I was I was actually waking up and leaving a friend's house. I was <laughs> wide awake. I was ready to go. I was just gonna go home, and boom, fucking right there, right in front of me. I'll never ever ever forget that it happened. They're real. So when you listen to Flatani talk about it, don't go, oh, that guy's fucking kook. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's absolutely right. These fucking things are real. There's no question. So I look forward to uh, hearing that. All you e-liquid companies that think you're going to get a PMTA. You guys are retarded. Yeah, let, let me make sure one more time so you understand, all of you. You think you're going to get a PMTA? You guys are retarded. There you go. It's not going to happen. Just not. Viper whores. That's right. Um, Flitzanu, thank you. Thank I look you. forward to hearing your podcast. I look forward to being a guest. I look forward to continuing this wonderful friendship we have had for many years, thanks to vaping. Right. That's the big. <laughs> that's the big part is that we, you know, so many of us have all these great friendships because of this. That's right. And that's the part that, you know, with with the way things have kind of declined over the past few years we don't really have a lot of the the same uh meetups and conventions and stuff like we don't really get to hang out and uh that's the that's the part that sucks a lot that people don't see you know they don't see that behind the scenes they see the news stories and the fda stuff and then it's like you know you're not taking into account like a meetup where 600 friends get together and get to spend a weekend and hang out and now that doesn't happen anymore right well it was fun while it lasted and uh yeah but that's okay. We, we we don't need vaping to all still get together. And at at some point, the next time before I go, the next time I see Flitzanu, I can promise you will be in New York City. Because at some point, <laughs> Flitzanu is going to say, "Fuck it, I just got to go." And he's going to go to New York City. We're going to take you around New York City. You're going to see New York City. You're going to spend a few days. You're going to go. Oh my god, I got to live here. And you're going to end up living <laughs> in New York City. I'm telling you, you're going to see it and go nuts. I, I you're just. You are the perfect New York City person. You're 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 single, right? You're still single. You're still single, yeah, still right? Single. single guy. Love to go out. Love to talk with people. Uh, party. Have a good time. Oh my God! You're New York City. You have no idea how much you are. And you will see here and see some of these places and be like, it really is the greatest place in the world, Flatsano. It's like twenty four seven. Any food you can imagine, you can have. Anything there is to do. Any story you can possibly imagine is there. Everything is there. Like everything. Like I go, there's some things I just can't get anywhere but New York City. After whether it's clothes or just certain things, uh, certain foods, I have to go to New York City. It's I, I love it. I I love being as close as I am and being able to go there. And you will you will go and you yeah, will love it. I, too. I definitely need to do that. Yes, absolutely. So we will talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us, Flitzano. I appreciate it. Thank you. It's always good to talk to you, buddy. I'll uh, I'll talk to you soon. All right, man. Later. Thanks. All right. Beautiful. That's it. That's the podcast. Two hours. You got two hours out of me. I don't know when I'm going to be doing a next one. A next one, it could be a week, two weeks, four weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks. Who knows? At some point, I will do another podcast because there's always wonderful topics to talk about. And I love talking about all these various things. It's just a lot of fun. Anyway, that's it. I'm wrapping it up. That's the show. I am out. I will talk to you again soon.